Deep Space Echo, 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 Echo. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Friday the 28th or something of December 2018. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Yep, definitely. <laughs> and Robert Kemp. I'm also definitely here. <laughs> Well, we're in the same room, so we can definitely say definitely. <laughs> My presence can be seen. As yeah. can Dad's. Unusual. I can confirm. I'm sitting next to both Rob and Zach on the mm. same sofa. <laughs> Amazing. You're not technically next to Rob, because I'm in between. <laughs> like, I'm next to both of you. Yeah, okay, that's true. <laughs> Dad's next but one to Rob. <laughs> is, is there a difference between the word next and adjacent? Because that would be adjacent to us. What's the word for, like, your... It's like, what's the word for being in line but not adjacent? <laughs> like parallel. In in series? <laughs> parallel to Dan. Yes, we are in sitting, series. We're sitting in parallel. Dan somewhat. is in series with Rob. <laughs> and I'm in the middle. Part of the sequence that this couch contains. So this is our last sidecast of the year, and you know what that means? Well, I assume we already... We, have we done the over the year into the next year? I think we did one time, right? Uh, like in January? Yeah, I think we have. We done probably have before. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert: it's game of the year time. Uh, so <laughs> spoiler alert: <laughs> it's time for us to discuss various inconsequential categories, followed by what our game of the year is. Mm. So let's get on with the categories, Rob Maestro. Do it right. Do- I know you, you can bat me on this every year. Do you want to quickly rank out the games we've actually played this year and therefore the ones that are really in contention for things? Uh, we can list things. Because this then means, like, you know, caveat, we can't play everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can. But, you know, as a outlet, we play considerably less than most outlets. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we're an outlet either, whatever that means. You know, a media outlet. <laughs> is, that, is that not a phrase? It's definitely a phrase. I don't know if it applies to us. <laughs> I don't know what that would mean nowadays, because like outlet according to kind of implies you sell a product, right? Mm, I guess. We don't, <laughs> yeah, we don't sell anything. Indeed. Content creators. Yeah. Let's go with that. All right. This year we have played in, t- in the games of this year segment, uh, Anti-Graviator, Forza Horizon 4, God of War, Grip, Into the Breach, Laser League, Lethal League, Blaze, Onrush, Pokemon Quest, Red Dead Redemption 2, Sausage Sports Club, Sea of Thieves, Soul Calibur 6, the demo, the beta, we didn't get around to the full thing, yeah. Spider-Man, State of Decay 2, Subnautica, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Surviving Mars, Tetris Effect, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, and Yoku's Island Express. So, those are the games that we will be primarily focused on. Various games. Yeah. That came out this year. That came out this year, but we also have quite a stash of stuff that we, uh, uh, did, that we, you know, we caught up on, basically. Oh, and Zach, so we'll, but we'll, uh, start with Zach's, uh, award, basically, for the game that Zach played that isn't technically out yet, but is the best one of this year that's not out. Early access game of the year. That. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> or like obscure PC puzzle game of the year that some people on Steam like. So I believe wow. you have the, uh, four games that you played that are in early access. Well, five if you count the thing that I just got for Christmas from someone. So. Uh, okay, so five games. So I've got Astroneer Factorio still, yep. Oxygen Not Included, and Rise to Ruins on your yes. early access list. And for Christmas, someone bought me Stormworks, which is that, um, 
game about basically it's basically imagine space engineers except the blocks are much smaller and you're building like coast guard equipment like you build like coast guard ships and helicopters and stuff and do rescue missions huh. <laughs> and water physics you know obviously i mean that sounds good actually sounds slightly more inventive than most of these yeah block based creation i things. mean it's still clearly very early access but <laughs> some of it functions <laughs> some of it it doesn't function very well in multiplayer is the main problem do any of them <laughs> not really the trouble with swordworks in particular in multiplayer though is like you need to attach the fuel line to your vessel to fuel it and because of the way physics works much worse for <laughs> clients basically the clients are completely incapable of actually picking up the fuel line and moving it to where you need to go so only the host can fuel things really easily <laughs> which is slightly a problem hmm. so that didn't hasn't won yet <laughs> no I mean, that, I guess, like, what is this category even meant to be? Because it's, like, the so one which, that I like the most currently. Yeah, exactly. Which which game... Because <laughs> Factorio could be the winner every time. And it's, I mean, this year it will be actually not included because I got more into that. Well, I mean, I played Factorio a lot earlier in the year, but that was just, like, a continuation. <laughs> I guess this is Zach's uh, one-to-watch list. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Actually, this is going to come out quite early ne- next year. Is it really? I think it's January. It's meant to... Well, no, February. It's meant to come out. They announced the date, an actual date, not, mm. just, not just not just vaguely saying year. that. <laughs> and, you know, Factorio fucking better well come out next year after how many times they've said it's going to come out and then keep inventing new versions. So next year, might uh, we might have all these games being actually out. I know. <laughs> it could be a brutal year, but it eventually happens. Yeah. And not one of them will win. It's <laughs> prediction. Well, it depends what else comes out next year. <laughs> it could be nothing. Because... At the moment, we don't know that much. Okay, so Zach's not out award goes to Oxygen Not Included. I guess, currently. Keep an eye out for the air that you need to breathe. Uh, okay, one down, a billion to go. That's, uh, I hope you're noting down the winners, otherwise we'll never remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can just listen to the podcast back. Yeah. That's how you find out. Okay, so we have our first one. Yeah, I, I, I will note them. I, I did a terrible job of it last year. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Catch up game of the year. So, or old game of the year, or game that we never got around to playing before, but just did this year. So normally we would do like best game of last year, this year, but I'm expanding it to any year that we've just discovered a game from. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise, you know, these unsung heroes might go completely unsung forever <laughs> unless we do something like this. So we've got quite a list here. I've, I haven't, I haven't narrowed this down, so I'm pretty sure there's tons we can just scrape off. Uh, so we've got from 2017, Gran Turismo Sport. <laughs> yep. Rhyme uh, and Ruiner. So we didn't actually play a lot from last year, as it turns out, but quite a lot. Well, I say we played quite a lot of older games. I played a ton of older games this year. Um, so, sorry about that, but here we go. Devil May Cry 4 SE. Uh, Eats Munchies, which we did that video of. Uh, Eldritch, which we also did that video of. I don't think you need to count most of those. Uh, Final Fantasy 15, which was technically a 2016 game. Uh, Forza Horizon 3, also 2016. Uh, Gears of War 4. The Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Yeah, that one counts a little less because it's a remake. Um, Halo Wars and Halo Wars 2. 
Recore, Definitive Edition, or whatever that final version was. Riptide GP Renegade. The original Star Fox, because I've never actually played that before. Uh, but you probably did, didn't you, Zeg? So maybe we can't count that. I don't know, on, on emulator or something. <laughs> Uh, Super Mario 3D Land on the DS. Uh, or 3DS. Super Punch Out. Super Hot. Uncharted 4. And Vertiginous Golf. Super Hot? Who played that for the first time? I did. Oh, had, had you played it prior to this year? Or? Uh, I think we talked about it in the game of the year, didn't we? I, thought I don't so, think. Yeah. Did we? Did you play, I'm, I'm you played sure it before, I didn't you, though? Stumbled oh. upon it like oh. early this year. Right. What what's your feeling on the Well not stumbled upon, I knew it existed, but finally got round to it. Cool. Anyway, what what are your favourites for this and then uh Rube? It's a tricky because I'll be honest, not a lot of these were super great. Well, why are they on this list? <laughs> because it's yes. a short list is what yeah. we want. Well no, this is just everything. Just right. Let's shortlist some names then. Alright. So I'm gonna well, it's obvious which one in that is the actual is the actual game. <laughs> A lot of these are actual games, right? You got the Uncharted Four. Yeah, I mean, that's that's <laughs> literally right. the only one. I don't know. I was I was gonna put in a uh, a um, notion towards Ryan because whilst that game has flaws and performance issues on um, the original Xbox where I played it, um, the way it tackles the concepts of grief without necessarily telling you that that's what the game is about until some way in and when you figure it out. And it's gut punch ending. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's got some. You know, it's got some nice, nice puzzle solving and all that stuff. It's it's not quite the witness, and it's not quite you know these other sort of puzzle platformers of that kind of ilk. But it has got a good emotional weight to it, mm. so it, it you know it deserves some attention. Um, I'm. <laughs> as probably the game we've put more time into than most this year I should be putting Final Fantasy 15 in here somewhere but I'm not because Uncharted 4 <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah Uncharted 4 is really solid I mean it's it's pretty great um, it's like, like I said in my earlier review it's like there's the question of Uncharted was it like done after three? Three wasn't as good as two. Well, did they really need to make another one? Answer: This is the best one they've ever made. Hmm. Um, the story works really well. The it's the best kind of um, mo-capped acting stuff in any video game. I think. Yeah, I think um, that's, that. I mean, even when you put it next to some of this year's best. Yep, it's, it's better it's, than this year's best. Yeah. Um, it's Naughty Dog at the peak of their game doing. Um, the more light-hearted Uncharted versus The Last of Us, which is quite, you know, pretty heavy. There's not a great serious. deal of levity in the No. Of Whereas Uncharted is rollicking, and it's, like, perfected that kind of um, roller coaster that you're in control of um, gameplay. It's still quite a light gameplay. It's not the, it's not the, the, the deepest uh, in terms of the mechanics, but that's not what they're going for. They're going for you're playing an action movie, and they pretty much got that perfectly down complete with action movie good great movie grade uh characters as well um yeah and it's interesting comparing it to like because i think if you compare it now to red dead 2 it's obvious that like red dead 
2 and other Rockstar games have been trying to make their missions, the missions specifically, be like those roller coasters. Mm. And they just don't quite, they don't hit it as well as Naughty no, Dog. Uh, of course, uh, Red Dead does a lot more in terms of the open world and stuff. So it's a much different game. But in terms of just that, um, Uncharted does it, just does it better. And they do the, 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 the cutscenes better. For the scripted movie experience. Yes. There's, there's not a lot that comes close no, to how it, they do that. It, it's the one. So, um, yeah, that's certainly my, uh, um, and also, I don't know if I got any benefit from ha- playing it on the Pro, having waited. I think there were some patches to make it look nicer. Yeah, I, so, think, it, I think it does have like a... I don't know if it supports HDR, but I think it does have a resolution uh, you know, up, a, a, yeah. a resolution bump. And it's insanely beautiful even compared to current, you know, this year's games, even though it's a... How old is it? Then? A couple so of years. 2016 game. I want to say, yeah. So, if you haven't played it, definitely go back and grab that. Um, uh, it looks just as good and plays just as well as any current game. So that would be my pick for old game of this year. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to catch up on that one. Yeah, oh, I'll lend it to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Already lending it to uh, my flatmate, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm super... Yeah, that was one of the reasons I ended up dipping into PlayStation. I know it was late, but I, like, I was tempted to go PlayStation just for that. I mean, years ago. in terms of the gameplay, like I say, because it's that roller coaster, it's it's just like Red Dead in that you kind of have to... Follow uh, the script? Yeah, you have to follow the script. And so part of the fun of that, I, which I quite like, which I can understand why people don't like, is you basically, you kind of have to kind of think what the game is trying to get you to do and then do it right yeah rather than so it's like playing along it's like you're kind of acting mm. uh, so it's not improv <laughs> it's more like <laughs> acting do you know what i mean and yeah. i can understand why people don't like that and yeah. they prefer something where they're in, they, they feel more immersed if they have more agency whereas you don't really have that much agency because you're kind of following a script mm. but it's an amazing script so if you like that kind of game like if you want to be indiana jones or whatever and go through that equivalent then uh, uh that, that's great it's the best one of that style it's annoying if you're trying to you know find new areas or like you know you you bump up against the edges of the world and against the reality of the game it's better yeah. to just go with it if you're cool with going with the flow it's frustrating watching my flatmate play it because like he can't pick up on the cues of where to go quite as well right so he ends up going up wrong ways a lot and then it sort of all falls apart in terms of the pacing and stuff but as you spend ages yeah just well, I always felt the Uncharted series like has a bit of a problem because it, it it creates this for itself with the collectibles thing, right? Yeah, it shouldn't do that. You should probably ignore the collectibles. Yeah. They're only really there for com- complete, yeah, for cheapo yeah. stuff. I mean, it's kind of nice if you find a little treasure or something, but it's not a game to be played that way. No, it um, really bugged me because I ended up sort of getting obsessed with like because yeah. I'm a bit of a cheapo hunter. Like, yeah. end up trying to find those things. Yeah, and you end up scaring the environment. It messes up seeing the little glint somewhere. And they're like, oh, right, well, I've got to do that before I leave. I mean, that'll mess yeah. up Rockstar games. As you found out, play the original Red Dead, right? When you went stop to pick a flower yeah, or something and it, it ruined. Broke the yeah, so, like, yeah. Anyway, but, it, yeah, it's the top of that style, mm. for sure. And uh, nothing's come close and probably won't. Well, Red Dead's come close, uh, arguably, in, in that movie, in that mm. style, but not good enough or not as good and like nothing will touch it until the last of us two i suppose uh so i think we're agreed on that one i do want to sort of say honorable mention to forza horizon 3 because i did think it was 
Uh, whilst I still don't think the like Australian environment was necessarily as interesting as Europe somehow, I don't know yeah. why. Like neither Australia nor well, I haven't played enough of four really. Well, Europe is like yeah. the classic environment yeah. for sports cars. You know, spinning, isn't it? Like the windy roads, and yeah. You know, just the mountains and things. And I think they screwed up because, like, I don't know. The Horizon games don't do their city locations particularly well. No. And I think the Australian city that they included was, which I don't can't remember which one it was. I want to say Brisbane, something like that. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't even that well realized. Like at least in four, um, you've got Edinburgh or whatever. Even if it's small, it's like distinctive. Oh yeah, it's a super tiny version yeah. of it, but it's it, that feels a little bit more real, more lifelike, a little more like like the source right. that they're pulling from. Even if you can see the same like storefront a billion times you know they have that oh, well. problem i but, just want to um, feel like i'm playing msr so that'll do <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there, there's a bit of that or is it project gotham i don't know uh, yeah, the same yeah game, one really. of the project gotham said edinburgh yeah uh yeah uh, you know, honorable mention it's, it's you know it's, it's a it's a damn fine driving game it's a funny game it's to recommend as a game as an old game net for this year since four came out this year yeah. yeah and it's tricky but you know there are ups and we might we'll probably end up talking about four a bit later but there are definitely ups and downs with four oh. over the previous entries um you think there's bits of three that's definitely better than four the bucket list like because uh, okay. like both two and three have the bucket list events and they right. are some of the most standout stuff that i they're like you know the tape the super tailored events really it's like here get in mm. a car go do this specific task in this specific car Mm. And you know, here's a here's some targets to 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 go for. It's the most gamey part of it in a way, but it's also the stuff that seems to work nice because I don't know they they pick the setting, they pick the, the the location, they pick the thing, they pick the soundtrack to the challenge as well, mm. and somehow it all comes together. And I haven't really found because uh, I kind of think maybe I'm playing Forza Horizon Four wrong in some respect. But I haven't really found an equivalent of that. Mm. Like you've got the stuntman challenges, and you've got the uh, um, I don't know the world's fastest time trial sort of things, but they don't really equate. I, I think to the to these random have fun bucket list challenges, mm. uh, and it's so that, that yeah, that's a that's a step against four and a step for going for three. Also, if you could, can get three like a complete edition with the DLC, do so because the Hot Wheels stuff is pretty cool. Oh yeah, uh, and and you know, I don't think orange giant orange translucent plastic has ever looked so good <laughs> nice cool uh yeah so uh, uh, and a dishonorable mention on this list to devil may cry for i don't get it why yeah. is everyone so hype about devil may cry like and, and like maybe four it's just nostalgia it's just nostalgia like, for those old ones for yeah. those even older ones yeah yeah i guess but yeah, four is not a good one yeah right uh all right so, catch-up game of 2018 goes to Uncharted 4. Uh, the Still Relevant Award, um, which goes to uh, very normally sort of somewhat resolved to, to multiplayer experiences, things that have kept... Everlasting games. Yeah. things. I guess it's the, the, the um, celebration of live services. Yeah, perennial <laughs> services. Games that have had updates that perhaps should have been left alone or... You know, uh, they've kept them alive in such such a way that they are hyper. You know, they matter just as much if you went into them now as they did from the beginning. Um, so on this list, Overwatch, Rocket League, Splatoon Two, and No Man's Sky for the somewhat surprising next update. Uh, so how do, we, how do we all feel about this list? So you you, you want to weigh in on No Man's Sky? 
well, they made an actual game now. <laughs> Is it no longer an early access experience? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it was like. And really, you should have saved that for the biggest surprise category because it did kind of come out of nowhere to some extent. <laughs> where it's just like, they are actually still working on it. They said they were, and no one believed them because why would you believe anything they said after the <laughs> first year? <laughs> mm. But then they suddenly appeared after a very long time. It was like, here, have all this and uh, continuing to update it and doing like actual, they're actually doing live events and stuff where it's just like, this month, do this specific thing or it, whatever. It is weird to think that it's two years ago that that thing came out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, despite everything that happened, they stuck with it. I guess, I guess it was one of those things where Hello Games probably just had too much at stake. That they kind of had to, maybe, but you know, deserves some respect for actually doing it to the extent they did. You know, actual multiplayer is a thing now, <laughs> rather than the not multiplayer that was, and then the orb floating orb weirdness. It's like, there's real models now; you can see people. I guess this was always the plan. Maybe. Well, I like to think it was of. always the plan, but to give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, yeah, so that happened. Uh, you know, Overwatch had its esports league this year, uh, and, and it still seems to be uh, a big deal. Uh, they've, you know, I actually want to, even though I, I would argue that their events haven't been quite so interesting this year, it does feel like they've they've ramped up the speed of some of the stuff being the other stuff being released. Like I think they've had more new characters introduced this year than last year. Um, and uh, and a few more maps this year than previous years. So you know, they're, they're, while still a bit of a slow trickle of content, uh, the, the quality is still high, um, and and the the changes are always meaningful. Like you know, the, the the rebalances they do on heroes aren't just a buff or a nerf or something like that. They're quite frequently a hey, this hero now behaves differently. We've completely changed how. Symmetra, for instance, works. It's like she's no longer the same character, really, which I guess can annoy the community if they like playing it. Same with Mercy. They changed, they mixed her up quite a bit, so she doesn't handle the same way at all as she used to. Um, and it's uh, all that stuff is fascinating and, and does benefit the game. It keeps people interested, keeps me int- interested, although I haven't necessarily been on for a while. Um, I am now keen to sort of have another go to try out new characters that have been introduced since I last played it. It's like Ash is new and sounds quite interesting. And uh, so, yeah, good on your Overwatch for Blizzard-style support, I suppose. Blizzard being Blizzard. Oh, yeah. It's interesting, yeah, what Fortnite has done. Like, I'm surprised Overwatch didn't take over the world in the same way. But I guess it's like, it's the Battle Royale plus the building mechanics and stuff that made that. Yeah, Fortnite is... I guess no one... Fortnite is a bit of a like. I still don't really fully understand. I don't think anyone will fully understand why Fortnite is as big as it is, like or how it got as big as it. I is. still find it quite mysterious because, like Minecraft, I totally understood. It's like this makes sense why this got massive. But Fortnite, yeah, hasn't really done a great deal mm. new. I mean, the building and battle royale combo is combo combo is still fairly unique. Mm. I guess like no one else has really done it that well. Um, Weird. But it's the yeah, free to play nature of it. I think there's no buy-in, and like somehow, yeah, I hate to say it, but somehow kids got involved. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly. In, in a game well, that's they a big probably thing. shouldn't be involved with necessarily. Well, it's cartoony. Yeah, enough. it's cartoony. And, <laughs> it's cartoony, but like real guns, still guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but kids love real guns. 
Well, at least the kids that are the target of this. There are people I know that are far too young to really know as much as they do about this game. And there's like, in a way, that like the game is more pop- has been made popular through the dancers than it has anything else. Like, yeah. I love how they're getting sued by everyone who ever yeah, did a dance. Yeah. It's like, oh, who invented the floss? Or that black rapper who invented a specific dance that's, or claims he invented a specific dance and it's now in the game. Even the actor who played Carlton in the... Oh, yeah. In, the yeah, did yeah. the Carlton dances suing him. I, I can't help but wonder if it's one of those sort of just bandwagon-y things, right? It's like, oh, we, c- we could potentially get... I could potentially get money out of this, so I'm going to try. Well, that's why anyone ever sues anyone. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> And Fortnite are big and you know, Epic are big enough that they might just settle it and not care. Well, yeah, that's much more likely. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's not nominated. No, because we haven't really. None of it. Whilst I've had the odd moment of like, maybe I'll go and see what this is all about. Well, you tried to play it at least once. I, well, in the incredibly early days, like when it first came came on well, Xbox. I wouldn't call that incredibly early. That was like mid. Once it made it to Xbox. Once it made it. Well, yeah. But it was still pretty ropey back then sure. um the concepts were in place but it wasn't great or, um, or at least the xbox version wasn't no sure. so you know i wonder if the pc version holds up a bit better well not just for performance reasons but for gameplay reasons it's yeah i don't know it's intriguing it's the biggest game in the world and we could join in and a bit of me feels like we should just see what it's about but in the same breath i don't really care all that much somehow um Anyway, yeah, Rocket League. Let's talk about Rocket League. So this was the year of Rocket Pass, really. Mm. Um, well, last three months of Rocket Pass, really. Well, four like that, now. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the big thing they've really introduced, which is directly stolen from Dota and Fortnite, really. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to say that. But it worked. It worked on me. For some reason, I don't know why it worked. It got me to buy in. Be honest, why did it work on anyone? Yeah, why cares about stuff in Rocket League? Yeah, why? Why does this matter? I mean, it's the same in Fortnite, right? You don't buy get new weaponry like through money. You only get skins and stuff. Yeah, but the skins are a little more. I mean, it's way more varied than car stuff in Rocket League for a start, and dancers, obviously. Yeah, but you don't really. I mean, the dancers only you see really in like a game like that because you're gunning people down. No, because you kill someone and then you dance on them. (laughs) Because it goes into third person and they can still see you. Uh, I guess. That's the, the whole point of taunts. But it feels like a waste of time in those games. Like, oh, I don't know, someone's going to shoot me while I dance. Um, well, that's why you make sure there's no one else there. <laughs> dance at the end of the round when all the people who are spectating you are... No, when you've it. won, it makes a bit of sense. But Well, it's like a weird risk-reward thing where you're gloating, but you could get hurt yeah. while doing it. Mm. It's the classic, like, taunts and then get killed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's the Rocket League side of thing. I don't think they've really added too much else of note. Well, they? they made rank for every mode, which I guess was kind of nice. If you uh, but at the cost of casual for those modes. Yeah. I mean, all those modes are like, basically casual anyway. Although it me wonders they should match make rank style anyway, but... Well, I mean, they like well, everything I mean, always match make on your secret rank, but not actually rank rank. No, but I mean, like instead of having the drop-in, drop-out, Annoyance, like people quitting all the time and all that stuff. Like matchmaking casual. Use the matchmaking rules in like in casual. Like you quit out of so many games. Yeah, but you can't because the whole point of that is you're meant to be able to quit out at any time in casual. That's why it's casual. It's just that the, it's just that everyone quits because they're losing, not because they need to go somewhere. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before. But like, if you need to go somewhere, normally you'd quit once and then you'd be fine. And they get in casual. That shouldn't it, the game shouldn't care. It's like, oh, you quit once. That's all right. 
If, like, it's, it's for those of them that are quitting like every other game or whatever because it's like, oh, this is a rubbish game. I'm going to go find another one. They should get penalized because it's just bad experience for everyone. Anyway. Uh, and Splatoon 2. Uh, although, caveat, support has now ended for that game. Yeah, but we're not talking about the future. We're talking about this entire year when yeah, it's been happening. <laughs> exactly. So like, whether or not it's still relevant, quote-unquote, uh, like at this point in time, it's it's starting to drop. However, it's been a good year for content for Splatoon Two. Uh, the Splatfests have continued to be interesting uh, with their custom stage designs every time. Always something new, something interesting, something weird. But still not um, like what we thought they were going to do, where they were going to make actual levels out of those ideas. No, those I- those <laughs> levels never came back, did they? Like they, they were just there. Like they nicked stuff from the single player almost. And put those in for a one-off instead of making permanent levels out of it. We did get that surprise extra salmon run level. Yeah, just the one. Just the one, annoyingly. Yeah, we would have liked to have seen them do a lot more with salmon run. Salmon. Salmon. Uh, but also that Octo expansion, it's pretty great. It's got to be said, I, I enjoyed the hell out of um, Octo. Um, probably more so than the actual single player. I thought it was a little bit more inventive in places and... Uh, I suppose it would have had to have been as like an advanced mode. It's almost like Master Quest, but with like oh, yeah. brand new levels rather than like. Uh, but yeah, they used it in interesting ways, and it was really cool. Uh, and the way that Octo ends is a is a really is a pretty clever thematic twist on the rest of the game and uh, and the world in which it's built around. It's a, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, but. Like everything on this list, other than Rocket League, I haven't played th- that for a little while now uh, because Switch Online happened, which we'll talk about later. I mean, <laughs> um, so yeah, which of these four stands out to you as most relevant at the moment? What is the the most hype? <laughs> I guess no one <laughs> putting in my vote for Rocket League. Yeah, I mean, I mean that I seems guess. like a sensible choice. So that's more like. It's almost like a different category where it's like Rocket League is the one we've continued to play the most, but not really the most new content. No. One of the other ones, like probably Splatoon. But that's now over. Whereas Rocket League. Yeah, but that doesn't happen, as I said, this year. <laughs> yeah, if we, if, we, if we change it to be like a, you know, celebrate the best live service support, I guess, then I would be happy to lean towards Splatoon over Rocket League, if that's the meaning that we're conveying here. Yeah. I mean, that makes more sense. From what you've heard, Dan, you got much... Uh... No, I don't I don't really understand the category <laughs> between them. They seem quite different. <laughs> like, uh... Well, Zach, yeah, Zach wants to change it to, yeah. to best really... live service support, I guess. So yeah. Let's, let's roll with that. Well, it sounds like it's Rocket League, then. What for for for, for like, live service support, oh, right? And yeah. and best like uh, new content this year. <laughs> yeah, best new content this year goes to Splatoon Two. Is that right? No, like live service support would be the ones that added more content. I don't understand the category. <laughs> I don't really, yeah, I think not really interested. The other category would be trouble, multiplayer yeah. game that we continued to play. <laughs> it's basically what that was. Right. Okay, but then uh, it's not strictly just content i guess it's like quality has to come into it as well and how well everything's held up and 
Yeah, but that is part of the and content. Because it's, it's not the quality of the base game, because the whole point is what they've continued to add to keep it... I mean, if they added stuff and it broke, then that'd be a different thing. <laughs> All right, because if I think if we're going down the content route, we have to actually not just limit this to multiplayer. Then we have to go down like full on DLC. Um, well, not if this is the live services one, though. Yeah, but then the DLC category will be too slim later on. But then there doesn't need to be one if we're just doing the live service. <laughs> well, I had one for like, oh, do we include Octo as a specific standalone DLC expansion thing? I had intended to put the Spider Man one on there, but I never got around to playing it. I have it, but just didn't actually get around to playing it. Uh, you know, Sonic Mania Encore would have been on that list. Hmm. Uh, Stardew Valley's multiplayer I put in there just for you. That's more like life services than a DLC, though, because it was just a patch. It's not like a separate thing that you buy. All right, I'm, I'm tempted to wrap this into just best new content. Okay. What's the um, best new content, then? So, it's given, yeah, if given we were to, that, if we were to call it that, it has to be Splatoon in my mind. Yeah, like, has to be just because of the, the straight. Uh, yeah, it was paid DLC and not free DLC, but boy, Octo is good. Cool, and you know, nothing, nothing. Qu- there's nothing quite like a Splatfest still. Now that they've got the special levels and all that stuff, there's, there's nothing quite like it out there. Deal done. Fest. Live game slash update slash expansion slash DLC. Splatoon 2. Holding it down, my squiddy friends. And octopus friends. And casual animal racism. As it (laughs) devolved into for a while. But they even encouraged that, didn't they? (laughs) Like they had a splatfest about are you team squid or team octopus? All right, here we go. Uh, let's, let's stay positive. I've only got two nominees for this category, so it should be a nice quick one. And unfortunately, I don't think either of you care about these. So this is this one's for me. The Best Game Nobody Played Award. Uh, which, based on my experience, can either go to Laser League or Onrush. Two, I think, fairly underperforming games this year, shall we say. Um, so, uh, Laser League, as I don't think either of you really saw me play. Did you ever see me play it? No. Or you, Zach? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, that's the sort of like future sports, uh, dudes running around an arena where you've got to like activate laser grids in order to zap your opponent and everyone's got like abilities and stuff like that. That seems weirdly simple at first. And you're like, you're not, how is this, how is this going to grab you? And then it kind of does. It's like the, the simplicity is actually what makes it work, and the, the, the there is there is a strategy there. That they make some very smart decisions about how the laser grids aren't random; they always appear in the same order. Meaning you sort of vaguely know what because everyone knows what's coming. You can battle around it, and it's then about the teams deciding what to do in each in you know as as the match evolves, and uh, it's all accentuated by this. I don't want to call it dystopian. It's not really dystopian, but a sort of uh, this uh, slightly not quite happy future look to it, and that that, that sort of with, with the sound and the hyper neon visuals that go from black to crazy bright colours, mm. um, uh, super high contrast look, um, 
uh, and some of the some of the most atmospheric. It's one of the most atmospheric sports games, I think, like it, that if you want to call it a sports game, that sort of ever been have ever encountered. Really, they sort of nail the this feel like nothing else. It's like I had a bit of a problem with it at first because I thought perhaps the sound design was too atmospheric, and that you know certain actions would on screen would only really result in a sort of echoey noise. But you kind of learn to zone in on that, and it's kind of fine after a while. Um, and also, if you're playing it on PlayStation, the controller actually like used controller sounds oh, right. to make a big deal of those moments anyway. So you'd get like a like a when when you're your special powered up, for instance, you'd get a noise on your controller, so it was a more bit more obvious. So the game was actually better to play on PlayStation as a result um, of, of the Xbox version. Uh, but yeah, it was a really really cool thing. Uh, the unfortunate truth is that it kind of died. The community just all but disappeared really fast, mm. um, and it came out on Game Pass originally as well. Um, it's had a little bit of a resurgence on PlayStation since um, the PSN version. Uh, it was, since it was released as part of PSN a little while back, mm-hmm. um, so I've been able to get into some games with real people there. But on Xbox, it's kind of done. It's kind of dead. Okay. Yeah, which is a real, real shame. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, uh, and the other one is on Rush, um, which I guess <laughs> if we, if I was going to continue the best comeback category, let like bring that back, which basically only had No Man's Sky in it. I actually think Onrush is kind of weirdly resurging at the moment, but like had such a terrible launch that it caused the, cl- the almost the second closure of Evolution Studios, who were uh, picked up by Codemasters after Sony dumped them mm. after the whole Drive Club thing. So Codemasters come in and save them, let them go do their own thing. They come up with this highly original, stylish, uh, yeah, not a hundred percent perfect, um, not racing. Right, driving competitive game thing that's hugely enjoyable, and I'm still playing today. I'm still cracking on with it every now and then. Um, played a bit this morning, in fact. You know things mm. like that. It still still draws me back. Um, and yeah, it it kind of was mismarketed, mishandled. It kind of just appeared without much fanfare. Supposedly sold like less than a hundred. Uh, like only a few hundred, like not even thousands, a few hundred copies in the UK. I think was the stat that was going around. Bloody hell! Like That's at bad. launch, like it did unbelievably terribly. Um, to the point where Codemasters shuttered the studio. Um, just slightly weird, given that they, re- you know, I thought it, everyone thought it was dead and that their update cycle wouldn't happen and stuff like that. But lo and behold, like a month ago, they actually launched ranked mode in it, and it's like so someone's still working on it. Hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those, uh, I guess, one of the few games that actually manages to, like, I don't know, Burnout, I never thought played that well online, uh, to, to draw the obvious comparison here, like, then with takedowns and all that stuff. Mm. Burnout, I, ne- I never thought actually handled all that great online. Whereas this actually plays better online than it mm. does in single player. And it's, um, uh, even with some of its lag issues and, you know, has that thing where cars, I don't know why, like, is it, it's a weird thing about driving games, right? Dri- I think driving games seem to suffer from lag. Effects way more than most other games. Like, like yeah. you know, you see cars cars drifting about. I think more than you see dudes drifting about in a shooter. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. It, it just seems. Well, it's because it's a car. It's more noticeable because, like, guess, with, a pe- yeah. with a person, theoretically, they can move in any direction abruptly. Yeah, theoretically. <laughs> yeah, but I guess you see the thing where they like 
ping from one side of the road, like as the game corrects far more frequently than you see a dude like teleport across a room. Like it can happen for sure, but like it doesn't seem nearly as frequent. Um, maybe no one's ever put the as much effort into as doing much time into for it. driving games yeah. or something like that. So this does suffer from that a little bit, but it's never been to the point where it like because it's such a ridiculous game anyway. It doesn't necessarily take away from it. Uh, yeah, so those would be my two two picks for best game nobody played. Um, and I'm siding towards Laser League, not necessarily because it's the better game, but because it's the most dead and deserved a lot more. Mm. Um, what about Lethal League plays? Because nobody's going to be playing that at all, ever, I guess. Really? But, like... You've been, you're the only one of us that's been getting into the online. And it's like, I didn't. I didn't play online. Oh, have not. Okay. <laughs> so you're leaning towards... Uh... But the original Lethal League kind of... No one played that a, either. Really? I thought they had a bit of a... But they had like enough of a community to keep going and to keep finding matches. Yeah, but so. every like small fighting game has that to some extent. Like, There's always some weird hardcore for every like 500 people. Or, like even... Like Titanfall One, <laughs> you got the five hundred people who continued to play that even when Titanfall Two was very close to release. Mm, Those servers true. still existed. <laughs> true, there's always a community of that scale. It's, I just feel like Liberty Blaze got like I don't know if they like they could have advertised it more. I feel like like they could have had a slightly more major like on the release. Yeah, I mean we knew it was coming, right? But but even then, that was only like. Because I stumbled upon the ad before. on yeah, because we stumbled on the ad on Steam yeah, or YouTube. I think I saw it the video. No, oh, right. I, I only heard about it through Hideki Naganuma. Yeah, and you know, saying that he had music in it, and it's like, oh, while well, I'm in, regardless. And then it also <laughs> obviously didn't kind of didn't help that Smash Brothers was in the vicinity. I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Well, at least it had that couple month advantage. Yeah, and also maybe like I feel like. They maybe on the advertising that they did do, maybe they lent slightly too hard into it being like a fighting game. Like that just puts people yeah. off to some extent. Like because, they don't, yeah. they think it's too technical. I know I mean, you mean. it's quite technical, but it's not like impossibly technical like some fighting games. I know what you mean. I think the, the sort of B tier fighting game doesn't get much of a look in, right? Like you look at these. Well, unless you live in Japan. Like, well, it's because there's the trouble with like the smaller fighting games is that they might be easier to get into because they're like less less complicated. Mm. But then it's a matter of are are the mechanics that are there executed well? Yeah, that's the risk with going into like smaller fighting games. Yeah, but where Lethal League plays, it's like it is executed extremely well, and mm. but then it's just like you don't. You can't really know that unless you play. <laughs> yeah. And then there's too much risk to, to go in on it. Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, the only other, like, B-tier fighting game that I know that actually did 100% nail its mechanics and was deep enough to be interesting was Skullgirls. Yeah. Right? Skullgirls was fantastic um, for, you know, a game that was both accessible and had crazy complicated stuff if you really wanted to get into it. And I put Killer Instinct in that category as well, but I, that's probably not B-tier, right? That's probably, like, Slightly higher than that. Yeah. Just, you know, not quite Street Fighter. Single but, A. Yeah. <laughs> D- single A, yeah. 
and there's that pony fighting game. Oh yeah, that's which is pretty fucking complicated if you actually see it. It's built, it's like, built on the Skullgirls engine, yeah. isn't it? It's like it's, it's it is actually a fighting game. Yeah, it just has ponies in it, and that's going to completely confuse people on the market. Where it's just like no one's going to understand what the hell that game is even for. I can't, I can't, it, yeah, that's a game that completely flew under the radar. I don't think that's actually for. out yet. Oh, so is it not? It's is still it, got a bit of time. Um, it's early access. Okay. Yeah, that thing looks looks rad. Um, but you know, like, I'm thinking back to like. Well, the last few years, you get quite a lot of weird mashup fighters from Japan. Like, oh, this year, I suppose we had Fighting Layer EX, yeah, that didn't really take off. Um, Nitro Plus Blasters, which I still kind of want to play at some point because it looks bizarre. Um, I don't know if the Blaze Blues do well over here either, but they're kind of a big deal in Japan, you know, that kind of thing. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think those all they will have like quite niche markets and then Lethal League also has quite a niche market but it f- feels like it could have had more yeah it's not as it's you not, can have you can have a great deal of fun it, I don't know it's like like it's, it's like, like a, a Smash Brothers yeah it's like a fighting game that you can casually play as well it's, access, <laughs> it's accessible enough that you can have a great time of it without really knowing how deep it gets and actually that's some of the beauty of it is that you don't have to yeah. you just like it can be deep and it can be you can be very very good at it insanely good at it but it's yeah it's just a laugh however it is (laughs) so while i would argue that that might be that is an incredibly good game and might be one of the best on this or maybe the best on this list i don't know if it's less played less played (laughs) i mean yeah i I have to give it to laser league like personally because like i the death of that game is criminal (laughs) it should have had much more of a following and it's this was a top tip from Kippers as well. He played it early, and and was like, "Yep, this is, this is a big thing. This is great." Um, and then con- didn't continue to play it. <laughs> well, I think he played a tiny bit of it on PC, but yeah, didn't didn't stick with it. Okay, so game nobody played. Best game nobody played is Hyperblade. Oh, sorry, Laser. What's it called? <laughs> Laser League. Laser, yeah, not to be confused with. Le- it's confusing. Laser League and Lethal League. Blaze and Rocket League. And Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket All the leagues. Not League though. Not League, no, not League of Legends. <laughs> League of Leagues. Someone needs to make that game. Someone needs to make a new Hyperblade. Someone does need to make a new Hyperblade. I just said that. <laughs> Did you? Well, I, said I, was I, I was trying to make a joke, but you didn't hear when I said I Hyperblade. Did, I didn't hear that. I Never mind. <laughs> right. Moving on. Activision will never make another Hyperblade. <laughs> Someone else needs to get on that. No, uh, so now we've got the most meh don't care category which great I like. <laughs> so this will hopefully be nice and fast because it'll be uh, like which one do we yawn most at Battlefield 5 <sighs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey Octopath Traveler Two Point Hospital any more for any more they all sound fine there was right? runner free Oh yeah. Why? Why? Tell me why you're not in because you're you're big on the first two runners, right? Well, kind of. The second one more, I guess. Yeah. The first one was good for the pixel pixeliness, and then two made it more manageable by just making it easier to read, I guess. Mm. But then and, like, and more nuts stuff. Yeah, right? slight, it, well, slightly. But I think runner three they went like they tried to put in mechanics that were too. 
much and like made it I don't think it looks as good. Like they tried to they tried to make it so that like the multiple paths were more in three D rather than vertically. So because right. it, in two, it's still all in a two D plane, apart from the occasional like camera angle. Right. So you, what you jumped up to a plane? Yeah, you go on the high route or the low route. Mm. Whereas in three, they actually tried to make it go into three like curve mm. outwards, and it just like I think that didn't work very well with their graphics somehow. Mm. And they tried to add like extra mechanics, which kind of didn't really fit. Like there's a there's a mechanic where you where it essentially goes into like a sort of a side-scrolling shooter thing, except there's no shooting, you're just avoiding things. And it's like, that's not really what that game's about, like, free motion of movement. Because the whole point of the game is it's like tiny button pushers, essentially. Mm. So when you suddenly go into this free, completely free movement, it seems kind of weird and out of place. Given how passionate this argument... Well, we haven't talked about any of the other ones yet. Yeah, no, but this doesn't sound like meh to me. This sounds like you're actually actively disappointed in this. Well, I had, I, it's not like I ever got to play it or anything, which is why it's meh. Because it was like okay. I saw enough of it and then I was like, that's clearly not what I want. Okay. Really. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 5? Well, yeah, that's definitely meh. Well, you just have this thing that they all, that dice games are all kind of well, dice just, games. There's now, no way right? I'd be able to play it very well. So. Well, yeah, you're, I guess you're meh for technical reasons, but taking that out, like they're just making Battlefront skins. <laughs> once they change to that type of battlefield, I don't think it works as well as it should. And the, and they don't seem to have been able to fix it over these various games. Like Battlefield One was getting there. I thought Battlefield One was good, man. Like it, they had some really. Dumb stuff for sure, but it's like uh, like it's, as a battlefield game, it was it was pretty fun. The the like mechanics of the shooting and stuff still weren't good enough. That's where the battlefront, what you know, the battlefront skin situation comes in. It's like it doesn't feel as good as it used to in terms of like the way guns handle and all that stuff. I think that was intentional in Battlefield One at least, right? Because it's definitely not. It was intentionally not as sharp as say three and four. Like, because the guns just aren't as precise as three and four. It's... Yeah, but that was just a lie. <laughs> they are. They, they're like, if you use the sniper rifles in Battlefield One, they're just like every other one of those sniper rifles. Except now, in, now they've tried to simplify it too much, where it's like your scope accounts for the fall off and all this stuff. <laughs> it's just like that's not a good mechanic. That just makes it kind of boring. Why should they do that? Yeah, well, so you, you didn't have to worry about bullet dropping. Well, I mean, they've had it since four, and actually, they might have had it in three. But you have scopes that you can toggle the scope adjust for fall off. So you set oh, it right, to like yeah, yeah. fall off for 400 but, meters. But that's still a manual adjustment. Right? Yeah, but it, that's. No, I guess they didn't have it in three. That's why it's annoying. Because it's like that. Even in four, in four it made sense because it was like the future, <laughs> future tech. And in Battlefield One, it's like somehow they ported this back into the past. But like, well, that was what I liked about Sniping in three. It was like it was actually a skill. <laughs> but it wasn't. But it's still you. You still, have, as a player, have to judge the distance and then set the scope accordingly. Well, all you have then... to do is look at the marker that, over the person that you just spotted, where it says how far away they are, and set your scope to that value or the nearest value that there is. It's like that's not actually complicated. Did it say the distance? I always thought you in just had the, just had the Dorito. No, they still had the distance back in, even in Battlefield One. Huh. All right, I missed that. Or you could just judge it off like the nearest flag or whatever that you're looking at, because those always had distance. I guess. But I, I think that's still a... I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. The markers of the distance above the person, okay, if the, I don't remember it, but if that was a thing, yeah, okay, that kind of breaks it a little. Um, but but I, I just think it's they simplified it unnecessarily. They should have 
kept some of the actual skills of the game as skills, not like just have the game do it for you. I don't know. As someone who generally s- hates snipers, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you hate I, them <laughs> more in Battlefield 1 because everyone can kill you easily. That's why they suck in Battlefield 1. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find myself hating them as much as I did in like, like that, 3 and 4. There was one of those times in that desert level where like there's, because it's oh, a well, desert, yeah, there's the de- huge okay. open areas and yeah, you the just, de- the snipers sit up on the cliff yeah, the and de- you can never get rid of them because they just kill you instantly. A desert level, of, I, I will agree with you on that. But uh, that level has some has quite a few issues, regardless. Um, so five, you're just meh because you think all these this, all this carries over. Yeah, and from what I've seen of it, like they, in in one they made weird weapon choices because they were making this weird alternate history World War One thing, and yeah. where everyone has machine guns for some reason. Yeah, but in two, it's, um, five in World War Two. It doesn't seem like they even chose very interesting guns there either. It's just like the most the most boring generic. It's like, where's the M1? So I mean, come on. Yeah, where is the M1? Does it not have it at all? I don't think so. Oh, man. No ping? Yeah. Maybe they couldn't get the license <laughs> because Call of Duty had it from last year? If, if that even is a license. If there, if there, if does someone own the Garand? Or... I mean, someone owns it, but whether they care about that specific usage. Ping! Well, they, they probably do because money. Yeah, but I, you'd think they'd just sell it to everyone if they wanted money. I guess, yeah. That's not how the deals work, though, is it? It's like, oh, we want an exclusivity deal on the M1. There's no way that fucking video game companies are looking for exclusivity deals on the design of guns. <laughs> <laughs> they do it on cars. Do they, really? Well, that's, the Forza definitely does because it was the that's, they were the first to get the well, Porsche license. Well, maybe just like one, and, one very specific brand. Or... And, you know, the McLaren stuff in Forza. They, like, uh, Forza 5, remember, they were like, pushing the P1 hard. But and... was that really an exclusivity ga- deal when no one else cares? Or when no other <laughs> games were coming out, I guess. That yeah. I suppose the crew was around that time. <laughs> the mm. crew. Oh, yeah, that came out this year, didn't it? The crew 2, yeah. Yeah. Lol. Uh, so Battlefield Five is quite quite a strong contender. I mean, Assassin's Creed, neither of us have really cared about for a while. Every day. Like, well, I mean, it's just fatigue, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, by all accounts, Odyssey sounded kind of a good one, especially with the um, the the female character actress supposed to be good. Yeah, and uh, she's supposed to be the better of the choices as well. Yeah, not, not just because of acting, like Femshep. Or whatever, but because the actual story choices make more sense. You know, make more sense. Or, yeah. She's like the canon one, kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it sounded... I'm not as met on that as previous editions of Assassin's Creed. Not that I've played it, but I'm more likely to play it than the last few, so I wouldn't put it up for a met award. Yeah, I don't know if I'm... Yeah, I think I'm... Well, because... I don't know how I feel about it compared to Origins. Is my thing. It's like yeah. Like, I think I'd rather play this than Origins. I personally, in, in a, yeah. I think the setting is more. In- well, I don't know. I don't know. They're I'm both just, quite really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the, those two are the ones that are like the slight reduced in meh because of it being slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just yet another Assassin's Creed game. Now they actually have yeah. done things to the mechanics and but, stuff. But has Odyssey made it more meh because there's two of those now? <laughs> That's true. But it seems <laughs> like Odyssey's like the more light-hearted one, which. Sounds good. That's usually good in Assassin's Creed when they mm. they sort of like oh, yeah, like Black more, Flag or whatever. It's got slightly more. Fa- well, it, or I didn't get on with Black Black Flag. I 
didn't get on with at all. Really. No, but it's still supposed to less po-faced than three, right? And, and, and Odyssey has the advantage of that they're sort of leaning into the fantastical a little more with its crazy weaponry. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit Final Fantasy in some ways. It's ridiculous um, eagle drones or whatever. Eagle drones. <laughs> or whatever you have. Acid poop. Yeah. From an eagle. I don't, I don't I, know if that's a thing. That'd be funny yeah, if it was. I mean, it's gone a bit. It's clearly not very historical with it. Well, it sort of is, but it's also like going into mythology a little bit, isn't it, with the Greek setting? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to give them credit for doing things like, um, what do you call it, the, uh, the learning mode in both Origins and Odyssey as well. You know, so you can just walk around the world and pick up things from the landmarks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I like you know, that kind of stuff. Isn't it? There's no um, you, hidden blades in this one. That's good. No, there's no. That's kind of cool. I don't think there is in Origins either. I don't, right. I don't think they've been invented. Right. And, Apart from in the DLC, right? Because that other dude turns up. Oh, but Odyssey predates Origins, doesn't it? In a weird way. Uh, it does. Yeah. Which doesn't make a lot of sense in terms of the naming, but. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Guess, well, it's pre there's no, pre no, the assassin order, right? Yeah. There's and, no there's no assassins in and no templars. Yeah. There's just called that. Yeah. Anyway, Weird yeah, one. not I'm not met on that game necessarily. It's just there's too many good games to play. Yep, all right, I, I can I, I can see that. Octopath, Zach, you were the one that was demoed it. Um, sure, I think the demo didn't really help it that much because, like, when you see stuff from later on in the game once you actually have a party and once you have the job system where you have different types of skills that you, you know can be put onto one character and all that stuff it probably does get better but the demo doesn't show you any of that so it's just like maybe the demo didn't help it much hmm. for, and also i guess they never really showed any of that i mean the advertising for that for it was always kind of generic it's just like here's some images of people walking around and, 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 a, and a fight and an rpg fight which is in fairness to them i don't know how else they could have really done it because like no that, they that, couldn't have done it in like a condensed advert form really no I it mean, would have had to be like a nintendo explanation form the game's best ad was just like hey look at this thing yeah right it's like it's an old school rpg but it's got some seriously nice and a seriously nice aesthetic to it like with its depth of field yeah. Tilt shift look and all that stuff. But even from like seeing some of the more advanced stuff, I was like, I was never certain how much, it, how deep that actually goes. Because like, it's fine to have a job system where the different characters can have like secondary jobs or whatever and get the skills from that. But does that really matter? Does it like combo as much? It's kind of hard to tell unless you very deeply look into it. And then it's like you might as well either play the game or just watch a whole video series of someone playing the game. Mm. It didn't lure it didn't show well enough to lure lure me in to make that much of a risk of like that much of investment, I guess. Okay. Because <laughs> it was quite expensive also. Or it seemed quite expensive, but you don't know how long it is because there's no way to tell from just what they show in the demo or anything. What did it launch at? Did it launch at full price then, like a full uh, I don't think it was full full. I think it was like a thirty something or Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It actually looks in a while. That may, you know, go on a sale at some point. I think it has been on Nintendo. I think it has been on little sales, just not epic sales. Yeah. I should probably check the Switch Christmas sale and see if there's any on there. That have... The festive sale is on right now. Yeah. Come down. See if Valkyria Chronicles is the same discount on the Switch as it is on Steam, which is unlikely, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> probably check. Because that'd be nice to play on the Switch. Mm. 
I mean, that was where I played my demo. It was on the Switch for oh, yeah. Valkyria 4, and it was a... Yeah, it seemed absolutely fine on that platform, exactly as the the original ran on PS3 anyway. So. I mean, it probably makes more sense than the mouse and keyboard controls. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Unless they fix that in 4. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so that's my list. Unless you've got any more to, to you know, any games of this year. What that we do again? <laughs> most meh. Oh, right. as in not disappointing, <laughs> just we didn't really care about. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that you could say was meh to some extent, but probably not most meh. Like Call of Duty, Fee, and <laughs> and. Oh, I do, I'm kind. Of, I'm still kind of interested in Fee or Pay. Did no, we, we figured out how it was said at one point. Yes, I'm sure we did. F- fair or something. It's got like more. Like an extra kick to it, I think, somewhere. Detroit? Yeah, I'm pretty meh on Detroit. I mean, maybe, I mean, that, maybe that just wasn't the game for us in general. I, I've been I've been burnt by David Cage yeah, too many times. <laughs> that's probably why. Yeah, it's like, you could argue that is a bit of a meh. It's like the Battlefield situation, where it's like you've seen it, seen where it's seen where it's going. Mm. I, I kind of... Yeah, I think the problem I have with it is like it's... The... Imp- I, I fell off it pretty like before it came out quite early on, mainly because they weren't showing a great deal new every time it showed, right? Like every time it came up in in preview, or we saw something at E3, or we saw something. They like, didn't want they spoilers, kind of, right? I know, I know, <laughs> but they didn't really show us much about like what's actually going to grab me here. It's like they were doing the whole thing about oh, hey, the the there the, there are a great many more choices here, but I didn't see any real character hook. Hmm. Like no one, everyone seems bland and generic. Um, and it's just like, because well, I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> not just because of that, but like there was no, which is a real shame because I'm not sure they really doubled down on what made that Kara demo they did ages ago good. And yeah, but I don't think those demos are are never meant to be about the game. Those demos that they put out, they're tech demos. Yeah, they are, but like they they in theory show what can be done or what could be part of the story and things like that. I don't, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I either way, I just sort of was just like. I guess I'd want to play it simply just out of intrigue, not out of want, and that's not that. that that's, that's not going to make you buy it. No, that puts it in meh for me. And what about Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Oh yeah, that's a big meh. I don't, I don't know why, because I sort of enjoyed those last two games. Because when they showed it, they just showed a bunch of combat, and that's yeah. always the failure of <laughs> showing that kind of game. And it was a lot more. Well, it seemed like a lot more. Hardcore combat, <laughs> like less of the stealthy. Well, I mean, it was all stealth, I guess, still, but it didn't seem like it seemed like you were you were just meant to kill people, not <coughs> just avoid them. You were meant to stealth and then kill them, not stealth to just evade. Yeah, and, and, yeah, I guess that was that was sort of true of sort of. the last games as well. Uh, Some yeah. people like these new Tomb Raider games. I don't. I don't well, really yeah, the I, first one. Seems... Here's the thing. Yeah, I quite liked the last two. I like. I, I was down on the story element of the last two because I don't know. I'm not a fan of. I've said many, many times. I'm not a fan of Lady Pratchett, whose first name I can never remember. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't think she nails it. I, I like the concept of the games more than I do the execution of the story. But when it comes down to it, really, yeah, what you're doing is sort of running around shooting some to get some guys. And occasionally doing a tomb, which are the good bits. Mm. Um, and yeah, they made more tombs in the second one. And I think there are maybe more again in this one. But I, I kind of think the rest of the game is a subpar Uncharted. 
Yeah. Which makes me think, well, I've still got Uncharted 4 to play. Yeah. Why would I choose to play this first? You wouldn't. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a that's a pretty decent shout for me, actually. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, big meh. And I think they wrap, they wrap up the storyline or something in this one. So maybe. It may it's be. a third one, yes. Yeah. And so what, what is it? The Tomb Raider games repeatedly, even though they are pretty decent sellers, they once again fall below square expectations. Because... <laughs> yeah, but square expectations for every, not even just like Tomb Raider, it's like everything they put out, everything. they have ridiculous expectations for. Yeah. Even if it's hugely profitable. I wonder what the expectations were for Octopath. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. At least, well, yeah, we could, we could bash on Square, but at least Square do take a punt on the, these yeah. these RPG projects. Yeah, the, what is it, the Tokyo RPG Factory ones haven't gone quite so well, like I Am Setsuna and the follow-up, but Bravely Default and this, at least the first of Bravely Default, the second one didn't set the world on fire quite so much, mm. um, but these two have done pretty well for them. I think Octopath actually like charted, you know, like high up on the um, NPDs or whatever for American sales and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think I think Octopath has done pretty well. Probably helped by just people looking for things to play on the Switch. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Not that they're bereft of things to play on the Switch now. Boy, the year of Switch ports. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah, I don't know where to sit. I think Battlefield Five might take this list but I, I should have been more interested in Tomb Raider than I have been I guess mm. yeah I feel like it might be a case where this is like the the, the <laughs> likelihood of a game series winning this award goes down over time like we've we've now expended the meh on Battlefield if Battlefield 6 comes out and it looks like more of the same it can't win meh next year or no. whenever <laughs> because, because it's, it's like we've it's already, not, it's not a we've new already meh. Yeah, yeah we've already mehed out of the Battlefield system it's hard to fight passionately for what's the most meh <laughs> well, that's the kind of point yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we go with Tomb Raider so he sounds sensible and this is where I sort of think like you know Zach's discussion about Octopath and Runner 3 kind of rules those out <laughs> yeah. like yeah because it's too passionate um, <laughs> well, they have problems rather than being just more of the same. Yeah, I mean, I not any of these I mean we haven't talked about two point yet. You kind of mad out on that. Yeah, but, but it's not like that's a complete like washout. Yeah, you, you just waiting for that to fix things. Well, I guess. Yeah, I was waiting for patches, and then I see. Right. I saw that there were patches. I was like, okay, I might eventually get back in, but also, you know, maybe on a sale because that once you're waiting for patches, it's like you might as well then wait for a sale because well, it's <laughs> you're not really spending now. time. So you're like, is this just like like an over? Is there like a concept, a meh concept here of like indie early indie like version one point indie games that we're now just generally meh on? Give it a bit of time. Not necessarily. Well, I mean, it depends what like the early access situation is like. Mm. <laughs> Two point didn't early access, did it? Mm, I think it maybe just had like a beta. Okay, I don't think it had like a. I don't think it. It might have been on Steam's early access at some point, but not for very long. Even if it was, because mm. like, it's not what Project Hospital was the other one, right? yeah, and that's that's definitely early access. Yeah. It's the other problem with these games. Everyone's making like two of them now. Yeah, they all happen so, like, at once. Like Architect, whether that oh, was yeah. like the, the the alternate to Planet Coaster, except not really because it wasn't even those two aren't as comparable. But mm. 
Yeah. Parkitect, they seem to. That was this year, right? It was, it was yes. It actually came out yeah. just in time. Did you play that no. ever? No. That was, again, it was on my list, but I was like, but this one does seem like you might want to wait for it not to be quite so early access. It was more roller coaster tycoon, intentionally roller coaster yes. tycoon y. Right? Just trying to be another roller coaster tycoon game. Hmm. All right, so Battlefield 5, I think. Yeah. From the uh, feeling okay. I'm getting. Battlefield 5, most meh. But no more Battlefield 6 next year. Or whenever that comes out. If we were to say most meh AAA publisher, EA, easily, right? Standard. Oh, yeah. That's cliche, though, now. Yeah, but, yeah. No, but, but by Zach's definition, though, we couldn't give it to EA because we'd have been mayor on them for a while. Well, yeah, but not as badly as this year. Is it just because... Like, has anything come out of EA that we cared about this year, really? No. Which is rare because they put out so much goddamn shit. <laughs> yeah. They had the extreme meh power well, I mean, of had... Mass Effect last year, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, I mean, last year, also, they it was... um. Mirror's Edge, which you know, wasn't a oh, great yeah. game, but it was at least was like slightly year? interesting. Was, was, that, was that the year before? It was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I thought Cataclysm was a while back now. <laughs> it's not called Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Catalyst. <laughs> Catalyst, Catalyst. Yes. Maybe you're right. I think it was last year. It can't have been two years ago, was it? The only thing like in EA's favourite at the moment is Anthem, right? That, that well, might, we don't that, know that, that if that it's in their favour. Right. Yeah. We shall see. All right, sip a drink. Moving on. Maybe it was last two years ago. Maybe it was just late. Yeah, I think it. I think it has been a while. Yeah, I think because we made. I'm sure we made a. We made the video more than a year ago. Mm. Like maybe. Uh, presentation award. Ooh, who who stands out and just raw visual or audio or like something about it is just losing quality. So have we got a? Like, um, you know, indie game with ridiculous hand-drawn stuff versus a, a ridiculous So had I played, played Grease, or as that's supposedly pronounced, <laughs> or Gris, uh, G-R-I-S, I think this that would have been a pretty good contender for this. I'm not going to put it in there because like, it is. I really, really do want to play that. But yes, this would be the category where had Ori and the Blind... Forest, Forest yeah, exactly. Had come out, then yeah, this would, that would be up there going in direct competition with God of War, for yeah. instance. Because um, I've put Yoku's Island Express on here, not necessarily because of its like visual flair, but because the way that package comes together, it's sort of like casual. <laughs> this is why we had separate categories for, for visual, though, right? Yeah, I know, but I kind of disagree with the whole like aesthetic versus raw technical thing these days. It's like I've I've, I've moved away from that as a thing. I mean, we could yeah. do it if you want it, but I kind of I think sometimes it's like. But when the, you say the whole package comes together, are we still only talking about visual package? Uh, yeah, presentational, not necessarily mechanical. Yeah, presentational. Um. So yeah, audio visual. Uh, experience like if so if you were to sit and watch this game mm. would you get it um as what i get and i would i would say that like like yeah I, I think yoku does come across as much in feel as it does audio visual so like i'm not saying this is a winner i just sort of want to put it out there and say that like how it presents itself how it does its its charm and its music and uh yeah just a, the feel good nature of that game uh, I think it is commendable. I think it nails it, and it keeps it throughout the entire run through, um, which is is really nice. It's just a it was mm. an uplifting moment in my gaming year. 
shall we say. So I think it, I think it's worth mention, even if I don't think it's going to take this category. Um, so mm-hmm. let's talk about. Uh, uh, so so we, should we should we dive in on technical, right, and be like, like just get that out of the way, like because there are some there are some serious big hitters this year in terms of raw pixel pushing power. We've got God of War, Red Dead, and Spider Man pushing that front, really. Mm. Uh, so let's. Uh, what, yeah. How about Forza Horizon? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only reason I'm not really putting Forza Horizon down is because although. It was the first um, console Forza Horizon game to finally push 60 f. Well, no, that's not true. Uh, it's the first of the Forza Horizons to give you the option of playing at 60 FPS on console. Not the first Forza, but the first Forza Horizon. Um, if you have an Xbox One X. Mm. But every other aspect of the visual presentation is kind of what it was in 3. right? I don't think they've necessarily improved all that much. Um, and, and I think that's like you know, three was a phenomenal looking game. Four is a phenomenal looking game, but it's not. Is it better? I don't really think so. The one thing it has going for it is the seasonal changes. Mm, yeah, where the entire world changes to look different and have different effects, and uh, you know, certain areas like the ice, for instance, the lakes and stuff. They does it have a day night cycle? Or is it like baked? Uh, no, it does. It does have a day night oh, cycle. Right, okay. Um, it's just not like the, the the time of day stays the same all the way through. It's not like the um the Spider Man system, for instance, where it changes yeah, to, that's right, to, right. to suit the moment. Um, you know, yeah, so it will it will cycle through, and I believe if you're playing online, it's everyone's in sync. Yeah. So like that, not only are the seasons in sync, but everyone's day night cycle is in sync. I think unless you're playing a, an event like or a solo race that takes place at a certain part of the day, because I think they force that in some. Some circumstances, like if you do a street race, for instance, like it will be night because <laughs> mm. it's a street race, um, things like that. But yeah, so I'm not. I don't think that's a contender here, just because it's them doing what they've done before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we haven't. I haven't noted Battlefield Five because it's that um, frostbite effect, right? Yeah. Not- well, it's got RTX on and all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, which not, supposedly, which I haven't really heard anyone talk about, right? I mean, that's because no one's got those graphics cards yet. Yeah, but, uh, even, it has the. I don't even know if the RTX stuff for five has actually even come out, right? I don't know. I think it might have been patched in, but anyway. by now, you're yeah, it looked ridiculous in that demo. I mean, uh, to the point where it became a meme. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. It is kind of cool, and you know, to the point where they the devs were talking about like, hey, because we can do reflections of such high quality now. Thanks to the ray tracing style, it's like does this actually offer a competitive advantage to oh, definitely. running RTX? And it's like, yeah, of course. Cool. I mean, it, it might actually does. do. Yeah, yeah. So you can see actual things that aren't on screen in yeah. reflections, which you can't do with screen space. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. This was also, I guess, the year where I started noticing that screen space reflections suck. Yeah, like more than ever before. Spider Man has some, has some as, as good as that game looks. It has some moments where the screen space reflection just looks really kind of crap like there's a scene in um yeah, basically in a room with a shiny floor at one mm. point like looking out through oop, mash the bike uh looking out onto the city um and uh 
you know, when, and it, it, they've kind of faked the reflection of the pillars, mm. but then there's also a screen space effect going on. So the two kind of yeah, they clash. awkwardly clash with each other. Yeah. And if you pan the cam- camera up and down, you can sort of yeah. see it fill in and fill out. And I mean, there's just no way to avoid that until no, we get ray it's, tracing. It's just how it's done. And, yeah. you know, Red Dead suffers from it a little bit in places, but it's not nearly as noticeable there. They just, yeah, um, yeah, kind uh, of. Final Fantasy 15, not that that's in in for discussion here, but that suffers from it in quite a few places. I mean, as well. it's everywhere. It's, yeah, I mean, is it, that's the only technique really that has anything decent performance currently. Yeah. So it's a shame. I don't know, this is the year I've really started noticing that, mm. that that's a thing. So, you know, if RTX fixes that one thing and fixes it well, then hooray. Mm. But yeah, other than other than RTX, Battlefield Five looks like the same thing they've been doing since Battlefield, Battlefront One in that engine, right? Mm. Um, Which it's, is it's great, great, yeah. But there's not—I don't think they've pushed boundaries this year, other than RTX, and it's like an RTX is still fairly unproven. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, when you want when you want to steer, like I, I think I, having played all three of these PlayStation behemoths. Like I'm, I'm. I think I'm more impressed than I should be about how much the PS4 Pro can kick out. Really, this has been the demonstration to me of like just how powerful these second gen, yeah, second I mean, iteration console. Well, I are. guess we haven't got an eyeful of Xbox One X. Uh, I mean, I've seen, yeah, I've seen X stuff in 4K, but I've seen it played on 1080 screen, and mm. um, yeah, that thing is hella impressive. Mm. Don't get me wrong, but like, I'm still. I think I'm still quite impressed with just how much these consoles are, are kept up with PC. Yeah. Uh, it's impressive, like, all the techniques that are used to, like, mask the fact they can't do a full 4K. Mm. Still, they can still kick that out. And, like, no one no one on PC has 4K monitors. Well, maybe they do if they're insane. Whereas they exist, yeah. 4K TVs are becoming more common. So, yeah. so it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. that I guess the savior of the PC has to be, like... What like cyberpunk or something? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. I guess uh, but, in terms of but the, the PC, as I discovered, as I and Battlefield, dis- yeah. as I've been discovering though, PC HD support is kind of rubbish. Yeah, I mean, sorry, HDR. HDR yeah, um, so they're kind of lagging. That that'll get fixed, I'm sure. Yeah, there I mean, the few- thing with PC is you've got the um, the refresh rate thing. Mm. Uh, what with G Sync and like 140. Yeah, but Xbox, that's the thing. Xbox introduced FreeSync support this year. Really? Yeah. But no one's going to use that. My TV has FreeSync. What? Yeah. So, what like, in, in, in theory, if I got an X, I could FreeSync games on it. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Okay, well, so PC. That's, that's becoming I mean, the thing. Xbox just yeah. is a PC. I mean, it always yeah. was from the beginning, but now it really is. Uh, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, that's a FreeSync is becoming a thing in the visual space. And, like, yeah. You know, I, I, the, this is nicking from digital foundry as i usually do but they did some stuff and like saying like like wolfenstein 2 doesn't hold a full 60 frame rate for instance right on so Xbox. it just smooths it out but running with FreeSync, it's like you wouldn't notice you wouldn't yeah. care um so yeah best looking game so uh, yeah in, t- in terms of those big hitters it's i really really like the look of spider-man i think it's yeah it's like cool. But I don't think it necessarily holds when you put it ne- even next to Red Dead and God of War. Yeah, the <coughs> I think Spider Man has that little bit more style, intentionally, the comic bookiness of it, than those two. 
but it doesn't go all the way comic book. So then you end up in this like aw- awkward zone for it to compete with the others, right? It's like, mm. yeah, it's it's super impressive. You can swing through anywhere in the city, and it looks lovely in the possibly the best dawn or sunset lighting mm. in a game this year. Um, although, yeah, and and it's I would I would say that its characters look way better than Red Dead's. Yep, way better. <coughs> So it does compete, but ho- holy cow, that lighting in Red Dead. I mean, for me, it's Red Dead just because just, just it's just ridiculous. I mean, like, it's way better looking than I expected it to be. Like, um, and the world, and just the, it's the natural world, isn't it? Of the, 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 the woods and everything. Even if I've never seen the horse ball swing. No, <laughs> well, my horse was a girl for the first time. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, that that's like the detail. I don't know if that's quite the same. I suppose it is. But it's like, it's just, it's the grass and the natural world of it, I suppose. Mm. I, don't think, I don't think I've ever seen a game capture the way light bounces off early morning grass. No, the way quite that like that. And it's like, at first I thought, like, it took me a while to actually sort of, like, realise that that was actually fairly realistic, because I've never seen it in a game. In a game, yeah. Like, the, just the, 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 it's kind of pale and kind of washed out and more white than you think. Yeah, it like, is, yeah. And, and, uh, and you know, I've done quite a lot of early morning running, like, with the light just like that. And it looks just and like that. And it's just that. like, oh, yeah, that's, cat, stop knocking the mics. Uh, that's, that's not. That's not that far off. Yeah, it's crazy how good the world looks in in Red Dead. I, I couldn't believe it. The, the fog and the volumetric tech is the thing that actually sets yeah. Red Dead apart from almost anything else. It's like like I don't think I've seen volumetric tech that good. Just it that combined with the the amount, just the sheer crazy amount of trees, like in a, like in a real wood or something mm. or forest, um, combined with the volumetric or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, so the god rays come through like real trees that are rustling, and then when the wind picks up, they start moving around and everything. And mm. it's just that that whole it just looks it, it looks way better than I actually, than I I thought it was because usually you give it a little bit of. I know Grand Theft Auto Five looked good, but the, I didn't expect like a leap like this. I thought it would be diminishing returns on the so, graphics. Yeah, there's a, there's a difference in the render pipeline, like between five and like so they yeah. like. GTA 5 has a fairly traditional uh, the way it models surfaces whereas yeah. they've swapped to what what they now call material based rendering that's um, just it the for, material for based rendering and, which, and of which, course which all of these games have yeah God of War has that and it looks yeah. really good um, but and God of War has a good I like in Midgard similar to the grass in Red Dead I like that it feels kind of the rocks and the and the kind of lichen it feels kind of you know it feels Norwegian or Norse or whatever. Like it feels like <laughs> yeah. cold and wet. And I was immediately struck by like just the fidelity like in God of War, the fidelity of each like the branches, like as they as they yeah. as they sort of stick to bits of rock and things like that, and just the the sheer detail of each surface. Like it feels sort of God earthy. Of is, is crazy impressive. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? It feels like. Mm. Uh, down, well, not I think down some of that her. is kind of the PlayStation look, right? The PlayStation Maybe. does have a tendency of making things this little bit grittier. Yeah, um, but, and, and I think some of that's not definitely on show in God of War. It feels like you can almost smell the kind of puddles or whatever, smell the puddles. <laughs> which in both Red Dead and in God of War. Yeah, you but get yeah, that. when you're wandering yeah. around Saint Denis and you're like, this place is kind of a crap hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, even though it's supposed to be civilization, it's supposed to be the big city and all that stuff, you um, kind of end up agreeing with Dutch. 
when he says it's like it's kind of repellent festering yeah and it's like you're place. just like yeah I, I i get it it doesn't seem yeah. like a particularly nice place it's all brown and horrid and uh you know they hadn't really invented proper roads yet so it was yeah uh you know the ground all looks gungy and horrible and muddy and like Oh, the, just the detail on the floor in Red Dead. I mean, it's, it's like insane. The footprints where people walk and the and the snow and, it, and yeah and yeah, the variety of it. Like, I think Red Dead is the best looking game. I wish it played as good as it. But <laughs> as it combines with like, yeah, if we're if we're talking about full on presentation, like the audio design. Of Red oh Dead yeah, is also incredible. It's it's um, unbelievably good. The audio, yeah. Although the audio on God of War is very good. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, if um, audio, on audio alone, I don't think it holds much of a candle to like yeah. you know it has some it has some satisfying noises but yeah the, again if we were talking about pure realism of audio red dead like yeah it, it's with the possible exception of the occasional bit of canned nature sound effect that we've heard a billion times right yeah like, there's the odd one or two I'm, still, I'm pretty sure one of the noises is, is actually like used for like alien deaths in some other game and it's, right and it's supposed to be like a bird squawk or something it's like Wah! and it's like i'm pretty sure i've killed those mm. in other yeah. games um, uh, which is you know not too detracting, but you know, in a game of that size. So, yeah, yeah. Like on on pure, uh, I would say like I I really wish Red Dead did characters better. It's like their clothing and stuff looks good, and the animations are good. Although the facial stuff I think could do with improving. It's but an improvement skin, on skin on tones on five. Generally yeah. horrid. Hmm. Like I don't know why they are what they are. It's like there's some sub subsurface scattering going on in places, which is neat. Like you know, you can see light through people's ears. I noticed in places. Yeah, that can get a little extreme in places. Yeah, I like think it I turned, said. turned Hosea's ears like bright pink once. Which yeah, is quite funny. It's quite funny um, when that happens. Uh, but like, uh, for the most part, like yeah, especially on the ladies, for instance, they look unnaturally blotchy and just like you know, someone without makeup doesn't look like that. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like it's weirdly painting like a awful image of, of i guess your skin wouldn't be in great condition but that everyone uniformly being that blotchy it's weird unless they've all got plague I maybe it isn't though maybe yeah. maybe you just don't know yeah yeah i mean it could be but it's like it, uh, i don't know it doesn't i mean doesn't. the characters don't look as good as uncharted for sure um and that's two years old so mm. uh, but they look way better than they did in five um gta five and sure you know, they're definitely coming on leaps and bounds. And the animation, just the amount of custom animation is yeah. just insane. There's this tiniest little... Sometimes it looks like, too much. Like, it custom it animations does. for everything. I, I do think, like, to a certain extent, like, it actually it negatively impacts the gameplay in places. Sometimes. Because, not, I, I don't know, I have bad. had the, um, was it the animation shuffle? We are having to, like, move Arthur into just the right place to get it to have the pickup command for something. Oh, right, yeah. Like, that's friggin' annoying when that happens. Oh, my God, it took me ages to realize that you could page through the commands that you of things that oh, you're sometimes. standing next to. Yeah. yeah. Not, I, not always, but sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, presentation-wise, that's the best presentation. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of money on screen, so it's a bit obnoxious, isn't it? Yeah. You could argue. But then the Avengers Infinity War was, like, all the money in the world on screen, and it was a great movie, so... Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw up a couple more curveballs into this, and it's like, again, I don't think they're winners necessarily, but they are worth mentioning. It's like, I it took it took a while, and I think, but on Rush, on Rush's presentation really grew on. Me. I really don't like the look of that game. No, no, 
I have no interest in that game. I'm sorry, Matt. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think it looked, for me, it just looked murky and I don't know. And I didn't like the... Pre- murky? The, yeah. Oh, that's an interesting one. Okay. Yeah. I, I think d- in certain... Okay, because it has like active lighting and like the lighting changes yeah. through the stage. I think there are stages of the of that cycle where things do go quite brown. Yeah. And it becomes a little bit hard to pick out things. Yeah. Like, but during doing proper sunlight or during a storm, for instance, right. I think it's actually quite nice. And oh yeah, the, the storm stuff's kind of good. The vibrancy of the sparks and the vibrancy of mm. the the rush effects are, are really quite nice and quite mm. quite. Nice. And it, but it all it's it's one of those things where everything combines in that. Game. It's like, the style of it combined that I just didn't didn't I don't know. It was a little too loud, maybe. For yeah, like, it's just but not in a Splatoon cool kind of. Like, not in a Splatoon cool kind of way, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it was trying too hard. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. It definitely is. Tr- yeah, it is trying yeah. too hard. Um, like the whole the whole remix thing with the music thing, get, it can be both irritating yeah. and awesome simultaneously. Yeah, it's, um, I, I like the big like full screen like transitions it does when you're switching between like when the modes are, are loading and when like in the middle of a match when something goes wrong, it will show you like the the mode logo as it transitions to the uh, right yeah class selection screen and things like that. That's like there's not. There's very rarely a hard cut in that game. It, like it will, it will swish around and swoosh around, which I appreciate. Mm. Um, uh, swish and swoosh, and it does look noticeably better running on the Pro, the PS4 Pro, than it does on my base Xbox. Like, mm. Noticeably, mm. Uh, to the, it, you know, things are a lot clearer. I think running on the PlayStation, but I started on Xbox, so I've continued there until I'm sort of done with the, the single player stuff there, and then I'll play on PlayStation. Um, I think HDR helps it a bit. Um, what about Smash Brothers for presentation? That's a pretty good shout because yeah, it's improved all around. But it's kind of the same thing again, right? It's always been it's always been good. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've added neat touches here and there, like uh, as we talked about um, last last episode, where we were. I was sort of saying, hey, like the little the little extra flourishes at the beginning of the match, like where the where the, everything collides onto the screen, and mm. you get the nice little the the somewhat cheesy but the embers of battle like burning yeah. underneath. Bit um, cheesy, but yeah, and, and the way it presents, I mean, the way it presents the winner is kind of the same, just with a little bit more dramatic filter color filtering going on. Mm. Um, uh, it, like the, the menus are slick and fast though, and it's. Uh, uh, you know the little thing about like now, now when you hold B to go back, like you get that little sort of like walking away noise, which is really cool. Mm. Like you hold B to go back, and it's just going. Clop, 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 clop. Oh, <laughs> don't think that's meant to be a walking away noise, but is it that? Oh, I thought it was like someone running away from that menu. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I think. But then it takes a knock for not having trophies and having spirits, like which are just JPEGs, right? Yeah, like you know, the, there are some things should have that had clearly, 3D clearly steps back. Yeah, um, uh, but the actual ga- you know game as a whole, but then S- Smash is a weird one in this category because it's kind of always been like a, a, a disparate, an intentional disparate mashup. Of oh styles. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so some things are intentionally out of place, eclectic. Yeah, um, and mad. But even if the Nintendo ten dogs look better than they ever have done, they it's... never look good though. <laughs> they <laughs> no, always really? look bad. <laughs> No, also, no fur tech. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. a terrible texture. Well, yeah, so that was a thing. Like Donkey Kong's model has actually taken a fairly massive step back, but he's like the only one. 
Like, yeah, but it was like, a bit got... too bad. It like, went a bit too crazy in like the last couple of games. He was quite furry in yeah. the Wii U version, and now he has basically no like wavy firmness to him. Like he mm. just looks like a flat texture now. It's like but... when the, the last couple of games they went like too much like monsters ink. Where it's like <laughs> all right. they, all it was is just fur. It's like this looks kind of weird on them. Mm. A little bit. Well, I liked how the uh, was it the on the Star Fox. Yeah, GameCube game. Yeah, was. where it's like suddenly they're fairy, and it's like, wow, that looks kind of strange. Well, they, I mean, it was impressive at the time, like they could do that, but like, yeah, it's too fairy. You look back on it now. Yeah, um, isn't that right, Kitty? Very, very fairy. Yeah, not not that fairy. No. Uh, right. Yeah. So it's, it's, Smash is an interesting discussion point, but yeah, it doesn't hold a candle. I don't think. Um, I am going to put Tetris Effect in here as well. I have literally played like half an hour of this. Right. Game. Yeah. But I'm pretty taken by it already. <laughs> it's like just I was taken by it just looking looking at it from afar. But now that I've played it on a proper screen in 4K with HDR, whilst doing what it does, it's like yeah, that game, that's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It gave me the Gucci's that that Gucci effect, like immediately, mm-hmm. just like like. Well, that's what it is. It's Tetris combined with that. But it effect, gave me that right? that sort of rush of smile across my face, like when when mm. you know you know immediately where it's just like yeah, that's got that. It's got that feeling of res. It's got that feeling of Child of Eden, and it just it does things to me. <laughs> It's 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 emotional. It's a it's a hit for me. It's like it's like a like hooking drugs to my veins. It does things. <laughs> uh, but Red Dead then Red Dead for presentation. Any objection? Best looking. Go on once. You didn't even mention Lethal League. I mean, oh crap! What am I doing, man? Yes, Lethal <laughs> League. God damn. If we were to talk about Smash, man, Lethal League trumps it, man. Yeah, probably. Although it's, it, you could argue that's because it's like much more small and focused. Yeah, it's like Smash has a shit ton of stuff, which counts towards presentation, like all the music and everything. Yeah, but Lethal definitely. League has a much smaller amount, but it's much nicer in the context of its game. Man, it takes the aesthetic of the first one, which was kind of bare bones, but I see what they're going for—sort of like this cartoony vibe with a hard ed, hard music edge, like hyper cool and. Like, I don't know. Would you call it sort of like, like indie music, but not indie in the sense that it's guitar indie. It's like sort of like under underground. Let's go with that. <laughs> it's like this this cartoon underground feel. Mm. And then, that, but then the second game takes that concept and goes, okay, now we can actually achieve what we were going for. And they do, boy, do they? It's like I don't know if you saw if you if you've watched our video of it. I'm immediately like my first. I hadn't really seen any of this in action other than the trailer. And like just from the style of that menu, I was like, "Man, I'm all over this!" <laughs> like, there's that the, the, that that funky beat they play. There ain't nothing like a funky beat. Um, just in that menu system, and and that that is, is nice. The Hideki Naganuma track is is amazing in his normal style. Yep. Um, the 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 remixes. Um, oh, I can't remember his full name, but the Klaus someone. We'll come back to that soundtrack later. But the, you know the the Candyman themes. Excellent, excellent stuff. And everything else they throw in, like audio is amazing. The oh, is it the new sort of like end of round hit thing with the stylish orange background and the camera pans and the they sort of do the Dragon Ball and uh, Guilty Gear. Like it's not three D, but it 
like it well, looks like 3D. it looks it, it looks like a two D animated hand mm. animated thing, but it's not. It's mm. full three D this time, yeah. and does and does the tricks to show you it. And uh, the the way the backgrounds react as things get mad, yeah, da- yeah, damn man, they nail that thing. It is it is really cool. I want to put that close second. <laughs> but you need to put that into always a separate category. It's like that's the most cool looking, and Red Dead is just the best. <laughs> if we were to do the giant bomb best style, yeah, exactly. That's what that category. Le- Lethal League wins it <laughs> in a heartbeat. But okay, but Red Dead. Uh, <laughs> why not Zoidberg? Yeah, <laughs> but Red Dead. Okay. Uh, yeah. A good shout, good late shout there, though. Get get your props, League League. Also, why is his hat so big? Yeah, why is, it? Why is Dice's hat so big? Why is he even squatting? <laughs> <laughs> no one will get that. No. Uh, unless you've played League League plays, but apparently, according to you, no one <laughs> Yeah, not enough people will. Hot mess of the year. Things that the industry did that they shouldn't do or things that people did or anything gaming related that's just like, eh? you're damaging us all. Right. Well, this, I mean, we both, I mean, Zeg both said what this was straight, straight off, I think. So yeah. So, sometimes you just know. It's but, it, yeah. Although the secondary, like background result of this is like, microtransactions and shit are still fucked. <laughs> like that was yeah. probably what one last That's been going on for like, the entire year, time last we've year been we making. Whole category for loot box loser of the year <laughs> because it was such a crap show last but, year. But like this year, it's like that's not one of the options we've written down just because it's like you just, I mean, that's just taken, taken for granted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's just in the background of all of these. I mean, if we, if we want to talk about that, I do. I want to. Like, I don't think they've been as egregious. Well, no, they because, just haven't really because they fucked up so badly last yeah. year. Everyone's had to try and scale it back. They've taken us on back. I mean, they've still sort of been happening behind the scenes, I guess. Like Call of Duty introduced. They've been doing that sneaky trick more and more, where I think like microtransactions come in after launch, like Which a few is, weeks like, later. Initially, wasn't a sneaky trick. It was like with Battlefront, where it was like that. They had problems. Oh, oh they they'd said that was coming. Yeah. Or, no, it launched with microtransactions, didn't it? And then it all bulged up. No, so not, they took them out. Not like, Battlefront Two. They didn't launch with any microtransactions. Partially, they the microtransactions were in the beta. Then people got pissed, so they were like, "We need to work on this system more, so it's not going to be in at launch. It will come in later." And then it kind of did come in later for quite a while, and then it eventually did. And it was still so messed it was, up. and it was well messed up for other reasons. But that that was more of like they actually needed time to work on it rather than intentionally trying to not have them in at launch. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> which is what COD and Forza have done the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, it's just so they don't review, they can't. You can't review how bad the yeah. transactions are in the first week or something. Whether that's actually what the reason for them doing that is, though, it's like it's hard to say. Who? How many? How much do re- reviews actually matter any longer? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like a good review. I think it matters more for indie titles than it does AAA. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think I think if a, if a good indie title gets a good review from from somewhere, then that's going to boost their because it's like their publicity and boost their outlook. Even if and, they're not putting in the microtransactions to try and avoid that counting into the reviews. All that means, like, reviewers aren't stupid. They will just write the review, but there's probably microtransactions going. It's like, it doesn't, 
I mean, technically, that does avoid them being able to, like, grade those microtransactions on how ridiculous they are, but you mm. can't pretend that there's never going to be microtransactions because everyone knows there's going to be microtransactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the viewers warn us, like, oh, this looks like a placeholder for a microtransaction right here. Well, the game, the design of this game seems like they could easily make you pay for this bit. If yeah. you, you want to, you know, jump the queue a little bit or anything like that. Yeah, you can, you can see where... Or at least... Currently, you can. Maybe they'll get better at hiding it. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. Now, now that the industry and the law seems to be clamping down on loot boxes a little tighter. Well, hopefully that will just solve the problem. Hopefully the law will come down and that will get rid of them entirely, the <laughs> or at least fuck them up into a completely different form. They've got a bounty on them right now. Red wanted signs in the corner of the screen. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> Judge Dredd's going to come back. Sort them out. Yeah, so microtransactions. So anyway, the actual category. The actual category, yeah. Microtransactions are still messed up, but yeah, we can't award it twice. <laughs> I guess we could if it got worse somehow. Yeah. Um, it's arguably got better. All right. So I'm going to get the comedy one out of the way early, but PlayStation's uh, E3 didn't go down too well. You know, it's, a bit, it's really kind of <laughs> oh, weird. I thought it was good. <laughs> oh, really? You liked the sort of odd... Yeah, well, the, the things that they showed were good, but the actual functionally functional part of the presentation was not. I great. even liked the stupid tent and the whole thing. I liked what, and it. the delay between the show. Well, that and part the, was like, annoying. Ten minutes of playing a banjo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good too. <laughs> uh, I didn't like the yeah the annoying cut to cut weird to people. Desk. Yeah, cut to a desk. Have, the problem was that the desk could have been okay, but. It would have been, but maybe they should have just cut to like, oh, here's our normal E3 stream of trailers or something. Yeah. Right? But, but because that they were so worked. focused on their four or five games thing. Yeah. I like that part though, but yeah, it didn't work with the, yeah. The, the desk should have been like more produced. They were like too. Because like, it wasn't really part of the show. Was. That was a problem. Yeah. yeah. It was just for the stream and, and the people in the audience were. Oh, anyone attending was like hyped, just really irritated by the whole thing. Yeah. They were annoyed because they were trying, they had to like be Shepherd on their phones them. trying to figure out what was going on at the thing they were already at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, them between buildings. And they yeah. had a better experience not being there and watching it like the rest of us. Yeah, probably. Like. But still, I thought the idea of focusing on a few games was good. And I liked the little weird, um, you know, physical party tent and physical and weird. Instruments bit, and shit. I think it was a bit over the top. I yeah, think I think they tried too hard. Like, I, I not, think they could have done without the Last of Us ten. I don't mind necessarily. Yeah, the they whole, could have done. Oh, let's have the let's have the bit of music and then have the presentation. But they didn't necessarily have to do it in the tent. They could they have, done, have done, done the thing. Th- done all yeah. of it in the secondary theater. Done all of it in one theater with a bit of like yeah staging. Staging. Yeah, mm. like they usually do. That would have yeah. been better. Yeah, and they've been pretty good at that in previous. Yeah. Years, okay. Fair. But anyway, I, I don't think it was that hot mess. I like. I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. All right. I. I hope they don't do that again. Yeah. Like, not, not, dial it back a bit. Yeah. The concept, the idea is bad, was good. but you've just, just the execution. Yeah, yeah. It's not there. Like, maybe this is the trial year, right? I suppose they had more properties that which they could do this with this year. Like, uh, but maybe like make the musical section a little shorter. Like, don't have crazy Japanese pipe guy for quite so long. Like, <laughs> I, I, I cool. dig it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was better than the band. Yeah. <laughs> or, or at least it was more interesting. Yeah. Like, I dig it, but maybe not quite so lengthy sure. uh, a piece necessarily. Um, like that should have been the that should have been the cover for why you were moving people into that theater. It should have been having simultaneously, not afterwards. Mm. 
But then um, we could also add to that this also this was it for Sony's presence this year, right? They did a little thing at Tokyo Game Show, which was also hyper bizarre, but more of a normal show. I don't know the good ship. DualShock or whatever, flying through space with weirdly dubbed voices by one guy. Uh, that was kind of odd. Um, uh, but that was it for their presence this year. They didn't really do the whole thing. They cancelled PSX, or not nearly cancelled, they didn't announce they were doing one. They just didn't do one, uh, which annoyed a, a, a number of people. And they've also pulled out of E3 next year. Right. Or at least they've pulled out of being at E3. It doesn't stop them from doing their own thing in some Nintendo way. Nintendo style, yeah. But that's kind of a big deal, right? Like one of the big three not being at E3 in well, some way. Nintendo aren't at E3, are they? Like, no, they have a booth. Oh, they have they a booth. Do, they do stuff. Oh, right. They just don't do a stage show. Oh, I see. They just they, they just have the directs now to replace that. I mean, what's... Yeah. I mean, they, they basically had the Smash Brothers room this year. Mm. That was their E3 presence. Um, I mean, yeah, before e- that, they had the Zelda room, right? They did. We're yeah. doing nothing but Zelda this year. E3's gone very weird. E3 is incredibly weird now. But there you go. I think the consumer move was a bad one. Like, it's not what that show is for, but we've got plenty of consumer shows. This didn't need to be one, I guess. People like to engage with the audiences engage. in modern ways, mm. using the social media and the YouTube. Well, isn't that what Microsoft Space is now at E3? Because they don't really do a booth i don't think microsoft really do a booth at e3 either because they've got the microsoft theater down the road yeah why would they um so they basically use that they, they they still buy the space but they give it to mixer streamers i mean sure what yeah get the street cred out uh the diablo immortal reveal i think it's fair to say that there is probably nothing wrong with the existence of a Diablo mobile game. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just on in concept, I think that's fine. It's probably actually a really good idea. Like I can see Diablo <laughs> working on a mobile. Sure. Um just don't uh, announce it in such a, at your convention the, where as, everyone's for some reason expecting a new full well, blown Diablo game. It was the way they like hyped it up, right? It's like we've got it, it, it kind of became known, I think, before the show that a Diablo announcement was coming. Yeah. And then they but said then they, it was the last announcement, which everyone assumes is the most important one. Yeah. And they just really, one more thing. They really leaned into, like, oh, get ready for this thing we're going to do. And then when they bring it out, they expected everyone to be blown away by a mobile game, to which they're pitching to a predominantly PC hardcore audience. <laughs> because of the, what kind of event it was. Yeah, who's going like, to go to BlizzCon? if this had been at E3 and, or whatever, it wouldn't have been so bad. Yeah, who, who's going to BlizzCon <laughs> unless you are a absolute hardcore World of Warcraft or Hearthstone or Heroes of the Storm, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, if you you have to be a super Blizzard fan to go to this thing and not be a journalist, I guess. Yeah. Um, and you present sort of room a mobile game, which historically it has... You have to be really tone deaf to know that mobile games don't go down well. To not understand that mobile games do never go at, down well. At these you only things. had to look at E3. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. had done it months prior with CNC rivals, and everyone was angry about that. And like, what are you doing? It's like, like, make the game. It's just not an E3, a big E3 announcement. So, sure. or a big BlizzCon announcement. It's like it's they played it all wrong. And then, of course, the memes and the. Yes. Then they made it worse by having an immediate question 
a Q and A. Ask people that to how ask questions that you're not going to pre-screen and then have them shit on you. <laughs> that they didn't handle very well and got a bit defensive about. Honestly, it's like it's not. Who who know? I don't know who was on stage and whether or not they're PR trained or any of that jazz. But then you know they clearly did not handle that well. And it's uh, yeah, you made a bad position. With, I mean, you're bloody Blizzard. You don't have to do that much work to make people happy. You just have to know your audience. And they did not. Uh, the the almost instantaneous demise of it, Telltale Games was kind of a big deal this year. Don't want to dwell on it too much. I don't it, like. It was a mess. Like the fact that it was mid season of the final season of Walking Dead. So the outcome of that game was in flux for a long time to the point where it took the was it the creator of the walking dead to rally together as much of the old team as he could and form his own studio in order to get that game finished which supposedly i think maybe one of those episodes has since come out like that was pretty close to being finished when all this went down so that's actually now resumed Mm. um but that was a telltale was big man (laughs) there's a lot of people in that studio that just suddenly all lost their jobs well apart from like that weird skeleton crew of 50 that eventually lost their jobs yeah it's true it's such a horrendous mess and like to the point where people lost out on like their benefits and their health care and you know things they kind of need to survive in american <laughs> in the way america works as yeah it was bad man just atrocious uh and all signs point towards the telltale management being to blame for it like it's not like it just suddenly happened and was like business gone wrong it's like no these guys kind of knew what they were doing by the sounds of it Hmm. desperately tried to save it until the last possible moment but that was when it was far too late uh yeah let's not dwell on that nintendo switch online it's kind of a kind of a crap show I don't like. I, I haven't liked it. I don't think it was that bad, really. It was just Nintendo bad. It's. I still. I know we've talked about this and argued about it before, but I, I do have a bit of a problem with. I know they are. They they advertised that this was going to happen. I know that it was. Uh, you know everybody everybody knew this was coming like ahead of time. Even before the switch came out, they'd said that this was going to be the scenario that we would all get paid free online. Game multiplayer gaming, and then we would have to pay for it eventually. But it still doesn't feel good. And you know, the fact that I've been playing Splatoon and being pretty happy with it, and reasonably happy with the service I've been getting, and it's been free to it to suddenly not be free and not get anything else really from it. I mean, the NES library just isn't good enough to to pay that twenty quid a year for. Which is weird coming from someone who pays for both PS Plus yeah, and exactly. Xbox Live. Like, and I know it's weird and I know it's hypocritical, but this feels bad. Mm. Like, maybe it would be better if the Switch was more of a decent online device. Like, if it had proper, I don't know, voice chat built in uh, and if it had all the other services you expect from an online console, but it doesn't. Like, it just plays games. Well, yeah. I mean, Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo, I don't know. They they don't have as I don't think they have as much of a network as the others that they need to support with a paid service. 
Like, what, what do you agree? They have Smash, they have Mario Tennis now. Well, so far, it's not like they haven't had online games before. No, but they've been. I wouldn't say they were, they were mass, you know, super high load. I guess I don't know how much Mario Kart. Well, Mario Kart probably has pretty high load now. Like the new like Eight Deluxe on Switch probably does quite a lot of online play. I'd imagine mm. Splatoon is obviously online focused. Um, as dodgy as people have said the Smash Online is, but you've had good experiences with. I imagine that's getting quite a lot of traffic. That's kind of it, right? It's not who's playing arms. Um, <laughs> You know, it's not. I don't think they necessarily. It's. I don't think it, it's not the same as Xbox Live, right? Where Xbox Live offered its services to games that are built upon it. Yeah, it'd be better if the Nintendo One actually had like servers, not just peer to peer. If it wasn't just routing and it actually had <laughs> server architecture that you could theoretically use, mm. that would make things much better. It, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like I'm paying for much. <laughs> Yes, but, you're but I'm not paying less. <laughs> you are paying less, significantly less. Um, and you know that family deal is pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, if, if you're in that position where it makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, improve that NES library, uh, or make it a SNES library as it is highly rumored to become. And then game you. And then yeah, <laughs> and, and then and then, we'll, then we'll talk, Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, maybe you don't have to go as far as being it, like making it like Game Pass and having like like all your old back catalogue on there. But I mean, once they have a catalogue, they could start maybe for yeah. you know, one or two games occasionally. I think then it starts becoming a little bit more okay. But yeah, as it stands, it just doesn't feel just doesn't feel good, man. Uh, and finally, oh, the thing you obviously gravitated towards that I've been avoiding until the end. Fallout 76. Fallout. And all of the subsequent Fallout. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is still continuing to this day. <laughs> so tell me about Fallout 76. It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> all all right, moving on. <laughs> no, no, tell me more. Tell me more. Well, we've already talked about a lot of the problems with the engine and how it's like a weirdly downgraded version for the, not even as good as the Fallout 4 engine. And then it was like essentially sort of unpatched from Fallout 4, where there were still bugs that the community had fixed that, ha- that hadn't been ported in. And then Beyond the Edge, and it's just like they made a game that was kind of like the progression just didn't work very well, and everyone was like, oh, here come the microtransactions, which they kind of did, but not in the <laughs> way that everyone thought they were going to. They were just like kind of bad, generic, like cosmetic microtransactions. Sort of in like a sequel to what they tried to do in Fallout 4 with the with the paid mods thing. Whatever that's called, Creation Club. Oh yeah. It was it's like it's kind of that again, like bad things that modders would normally make, but now we're trying to charge money for. Mm. So that's just bad. And then there's all like they had their problems with the launcher because they'd only just made this new launcher which barely functioned and then started deleting people's files and people couldn't get in and codes didn't work and <laughs> all that stuff. And then not necessarily directly related to Fallout 76, but then there's just like the, when they started talking about the problems Fallout 76 had and they were like, yeah, we're going to continue to use this engine into our future games. Suck it up. <laughs> it's like, okay, good. Hmm. Bad things for Fallout Five and whatever the next Elder Scrolls game is, and Starfield. But the thing is, even on a simple level, isn't the like the resulting game just not good for any one 
anyone. Well, yeah, really, that's what I meant by the progression. It's just like it, yeah, do, no... it doesn't really fun. Like the idea of co-op Fallout should work, mm. but they didn't. Mm. They didn't make mechanics to make it work. I mean, maybe like if it was the single player Fallout with some co-op stuff. Yeah, wouldn't that be like a whole lot? More appealing. I mean, it's like you already pre- in Fallout Four. It's like you have a guy who follows you around the whole time. <laughs> what if that could just be a person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably be into playing it that way. Yeah, exactly. But like, when you've tried to like m- kind of mash MMO mechanics into it or whatever, like it just doesn't actually work. You've made enemies bullet sponges in a way that is far too ridiculous, and all that kind of all those systems. Mm. Well, it's the fact that, yeah, that it's combined with, like, okay, without that, you've got to use its real-time shooting, which isn't that <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, which has never been great. Um, and the real-time VATS doesn't look that great either. Um, it's like, it, it seems like the worst of both worlds, <laughs> in, a, in a way. Um, but then the online players don't have a great deal to do with each other, right? There's, like, there's not actually a huge amount of variety. Or well, I mean, that was of... their other sort of problem, where, like, they didn't really commit in either direction, where it's, like, if you're... If you want to do PvP, there's like the whole toggling thing, and like the ha- you have to fire back and all that stuff. Yeah, like it doesn't really opt in. doesn't yeah. really work that well. Yeah, which could potentially be solved by like PvP servers or whatever, where it removes the opt in and just makes it full. You know, see, I think that's a better solution. Well, yeah, yeah like really. like playing a server where everyone is PvP. Yeah. Um, Potentially, but that would, I guess it means you're basically putting all the arseholes in a hopper. Well, right? I mean, yeah, that's what people have done before. With yeah, that kind of situation. Which is like, I don't know, like it, maybe it wouldn't necessarily uh, create the experience they were going for in a way that, like, you know, you want to be able to like have a little bit of mistrust on everyone, not a an immediate distrust of everybody yeah, you see. I don't think that's but, just again. That's we've said it before about other things where it's like that's not how the internet works. <laughs> You have to automatically assume everyone's an asshole. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess. It's like how the, you had the like dark zones or whatever in the in the division. Yeah, it's yeah. just like they wanted to have the suspicion and like the risk, but it's just like you just have to assume that everyone's just going to immediately kill <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, shoot first. Yeah. So yeah, not exactly a very functional idea that no one wanted anyway. So does this really count as a hot mess, or is it just the worst game? Like, no, it's you know? it's definitely a hot mess, isn't it? Yeah, it's because uh, of it's, all the surrounding stuff. It's not just like the game is bad. It's like yeah. the whole concept of the game is bad. It's bad, right? Yeah, and the and the fact that it's yeah. Well, I think the the bigger issue with this is not necessarily like the game. Well, okay, the game is clearly a problem. But it's that it was marketed and sold as yeah. a full price title. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely a big part of it. And it's not it's on the a, side and, of buses. And as, and as the next, more importantly, as the next, the next Fallout, which it was, isn't and wasn't. And now maybe there won't be another Fallout. So. And it's very clearly like it's just like a Fallout 4 skin. Exactly. Yeah. A worse engine somehow. The problem is, is it's not going to, like, the bait and switch on your mainstream consumer is going to suck, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's mean. It doesn't. I mean, at least they didn't call it Fallout Five. Yeah, <laughs> you can say that at least. There is that, but seventy six make you know, given their heritage, seventy six does make it sound a little bit like it would play like an expansion, like New Vegas, like or something New Vegas, like that, yeah. Or, yeah. Well, not really expansion, but like a. I mean, technically, that is true. Yeah. It does play like Fallout Four. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Maybe uh, Fallout Fallout is actually Fallout Four is actually something on my list to to play somewhat soon because I've got that Xbox version <laughs> hanging about. Um, 
because I kind of want to see what the fuss is about in a, in a way. Like, like, why do people like Fallout? Yeah, it's like, like your state of decay situation. Yeah, it looks so clunky from the outside looking in. It definitely is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but is there is there enough there for me to enjoy? Is what I mean. Yeah. Like, right. If I do play on it, yeah. So that was Fallout, a hot mess. Best of the year, Fallout seventy six. Yeah. All right, I think I'm going to skip the surprise because we haven't really got a lot of, unless you've got stuff to add to this, because I've got basically nothing really. I don't think it was a highly surprising year other than the whole Microsoft acquisition thing. And then No Man's Sky. No Man's and Sky. And No Man's Sky, like, continuing to do support. And well, actually well, now suddenly be, doing support. And to now be considered good. <laughs> well, yes, for a certain definition of good, I guess. Uh, I mean, we've had some good moments, but they've all been like fairly s- small-scale surprises, I guess. Like Joker and Smash is cool. Or, like the, all the, re- the reaction, the people like going like, "Oh!" to that has been quite fun to watch. But that would be from um, any of the Smash characters. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not that's not a surprising surprise. Almost, it's a surprise, but it's not like an unusual reaction. I mean, you can say like every like in the surprise feel like like every single new reveal in Smash to some degree. Yes, it, it's the same surprise effect. Because, but the actual thing that's happening isn't surprising because mm. you know that these reveals coming. I mean, I, li- <laughs> I, li- I liked the you know how Smash was announced was kind of a surprise. Everybody's yeah. here. Yeah, yeah I mean, was, was that a surprise? surprise? That was cool. Yeah, everybody okay. is here. Was cool. Was a cool. Everybody is here is cool, year. and it worked really well from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. Have you seen their um like uh, billboard posters, the giant murals with every character? No, I haven't. They look all, I saw one in uh, it's London. It's basically that poster that they showed in the E3, right? The, the, the massive. Really, or is it yeah. a different version of it now? Oh, what, like, yeah. the, like the box art on my... Uh, yeah. On the, on yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. But giant. Yeah. That's cool. Or is it the... In- well, it probably wouldn't be the in-game mural, right? That'd be a little, probably a little too obscure. Probably not the in-game one, no. It's probably... Well, not that mural mural. Like, they could have used, like, basically... The intro sequence, but turned into a into an image. Yeah, maybe, different characters maybe, yeah. doing things. Mm. I don't know, but yeah, the Red Dead marketing was hilarious. By the way, <laughs> I went on about that, but it was just insane. yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say any of the Red Dead marketing was particularly surprising. <laughs> no, I'm not saying surprising. It's I'm just, rock, sorry, it's to- total tangent. I was just yeah. like that was insane. I also don't think that the total tangent, but I don't think the red. Uh, look of the stylized posters from the original game actually suits this game, but they carried it on. No, if it was more, if if like the original red. game, it was more desert and Mexico. Yeah, featured then. Yeah, I'd get it, but like they've got Red Dead in the name. What they yeah, do. so <laughs> they kind of kept that style, even though nowhere is that style really in the game at all. No, they're not gonna. They're not gonna make it's like, on the box. <laughs> well, they're not gonna call the game Green Dead. No, I just, <laughs> I just think it's a, a little bit strange. Plains Dead, beige. Dead. Like the traditional rock star, like painted characters. They didn't use that on a loading screen. No, which no. I'm kind of grateful for. Yeah, me too. It's I much think better. That style is done. That style is 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 done. But they I mean, did use GTA it on all... thing. It is, yeah, yeah. But they used it on all the advertising, which is a bit weird. Mm. Um, like because the advertising has those painted versions of all the characters, and it's like you don't see those in the game, which I mean, is good. I mean, you're right. Yeah, I do. I do like that look, but it's kind of cool. But, but, but it's, it's kind not, of yeah. You're right. It's not not game appropriate in this case. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Surprise. <laughs> Uh, everyone's here. Everybody's here. You reckon? Yeah, I think Rather so. Rather than like the Obsidian and Ninja Theory and Microsoft basically going on the biggest spending spree. Yeah, I'm not surprised about okay. that. You think it's just necessary Everybody. more than a surprise? Like they had to do it, right? Well, I think they've been ramping up to it. Yeah, it's been kind of they'd already bought a few things and now they're just doing more of it. 
I think this is all like a big next gen play, right? They, well, it's I, just like I, I think they know they screwed up the launch of the Xbox yeah, One, and it's and it's cost f- them. They fucked up the Xbox the, launch. We're now, we're now at the point where the next consoles are a reality in maybe not next yeah. year, but. 2020 but step one was was xbox one x which is like fix the machine yeah and then step two was oh shit we haven't got the, we fixed the machine but playstation's got all the games so step two is buy Get all the, the studios yeah. <laughs> i mean it's fairly straightforward yeah. <laughs> yeah and i'm sure you're right they're probably planning to make the next one actually good <laughs> they sol- managed to solve the sluggishness of the xbox os yeah as it stands now then uh, they, I mean, they, they, there's they, every chance that it'll be like a rally and it'll just flip flop. So the the winner was 360, and this yeah, generate yeah. was. Well, it's not was like X, I mean, Xbox is behind this generation, yeah. and it hasn't really caught up. But no, it's not like it's been a bad like season for Xbox. They haven't no. lost immensely. I don't think the it's, PS3 was that bad. It just like you know. I mean, PlayStation still carried the PlayStation name, but it, and it caught it. It was doing better in its later years. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind it, of the it, same, but it didn't start well. So we would be surprised if it flips over and is the same, but opposite in I mean, well, next X- time Xbox around. Xbox is purely suffering right now simply because of like lack of first party support. Like, exactly. Um, well, there you go. That's I, why they bought all the studios. <laughs> I, know, I know plenty of people that are Xbox, that are still Xbox people, despite all of the trials. They're, they're not the sort of people that would buy an X either. Like a lot of them have just like S's. Yeah. Actually, a surprising number of people have S's more than anything else. Well, it's, it's decent, um, decent, cheaper machine, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and play all the third-party stuff and have it still have a great time. Fine, yeah, um, uh, yeah. But like, if we're if you're looking at it overall, it's like, yeah, they 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 messed this one up. So this this acquisition spree is clearly them going, okay, well, this next launch, we need to be on it, right? Remains to be seen if they'll actually have good games out of this, but. Well, Halo Infinite was something we wrote down earlier as like a, as like one of the more surprising things I mean, to come out of Microsoft. At yeah, least. I liked that reveal. There's not much information. I think it's good rather than just plowing on making more Halos in the same vein that they were. I mean, but is this like the right time? Because like, because <laughs> they need to finish the story again. They Do they though? Who cares I mean, about that shit? <laughs> they, want, they haven't got. They've got their finish the fight moment at the moment. It's, oh, it's just, whatever. It's like Halo Two again. Yeah. Is it though? I mean, Halo 5's story wasn't great. Uh, like, and it was, and Halo 4, Halo 4 was a much better game story wise, even with its issues. <laughs> Didn't that make that much sense? Yeah, and it's, and it's hyper complicated didact stuff <laughs> that you had to know from outside of the game. Yeah, it had that problem for sure. Five was too, like, too the other way. It was too simple. There was nothing that interesting about it other than what is brewing with Cortana, which is where it's been left. Mm. And it's like, it's said in a way. I think five sets up six for to be something really interesting, more so than the previous two. So for them to go, yeah, it's not six. <laughs> well, yep. we don't know. This could be an offshoot for all we know. But um, uh, yeah, so the next game's not going to be six. Like it feels kind of weird at this point. It'd be like, okay, are you finishing that story, hmm. or are you just dropping it? Which would be really weird. We shall see. High pitched voice weird. Because it's Master Chief, so it can't be anything to do. Well, I, I suppose. They have said it's the next event, the continuing adventures Con- of Master Chief. Right. So the assumption that is this is that this is six. Right. But it might be quite different from the last ones. I still, I predict it, it's Destiny, but for Halo, but and bigger. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. prediction. I think, I think that's a. Um, yeah. Legit. With like bigger open environments that you can drive the Warthog around, like in that trailer. Who the characters going to be? Because he can't. Everyone can't be Master Chief. 
Well, that's well, just no, it, isn't it? But, the rest, but now you've got eight Spartans, right? Yeah, but not if it's a Destiny-style game where where it's like you an need MMO. the characters. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll be a new you'll be a new Spartan, I guess. But, but there aren't any more Spartans, or well, not that great of Spartans. I mean, <laughs> you just get to be a generic ass Marine. <laughs> I think maybe there will be like a, an entirely solo player solo experience where you are maybe. Master Chief or, or Master maybe. Chief <laughs> Master Chief and the rest of your <laughs> Master Chief most of your fire team or whatever they call it he needs it to talk about in that suit <laughs> <laughs> Master Chief right or whatever they call their teams in that the squads yeah. in that universe where you know you'll have your solo maybe co-op campaign experience but I reckon that'll be in the same world as whatever they're creating for their Destiny style full on experience yeah, like, it makes sense. Because, I always uh, quite like. You said you can't have several master chiefs. No, running about. But I, I unless, liked making my own uh, Spartan in Reach. That was cool, and yeah, customizing yeah, all the yeah, armor yeah. and shit. That was awesome. I've, I've never been against that idea. It's just uh, when it comes to the campaign, if you're telling the story about master chief, be master chief, man. Yeah, sure. Because that's where Halo Five went wrong, right? The majority of the game you're playing is Spartan Lock. Mm. I suppose that like that is where the other Spartans will theoretically come. Like the the Infinity or whatever in Four, where it's just like the multiplayer was just their Spartan program. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the thing I'm actually like really interested. Halo 5's multiplayer was pretty incredible, like even compared to the previous ones. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a very different beast, but it's a damn fine beast. So it's like the evolution of that is really interesting to me. With none of which we've seen, of course. No, but um, yeah, I, I definitely want to see what uh, Halo Infinite was. It was a but you could argue it's not like it's not the announcement of a Halo game wasn't the surprise. It's just the the direction of that announcement is the surprise, mm. and um, kind of that they didn't really have anything to say. It's yeah, kind of surprising because usually they at least they, they they give you some idea of what's coming, right? Yeah, normally with like a video trailer, like and know. especially because you you had been expecting six. It was just like they're just mm. going to they, they obviously will have something to show because it's just going to be another Halo esque game. Mm. But apparently they didn't have anything well, to show. The fact that it takes you like not exactly the same. The fact that it took like thirty seconds for you to realise that the trailer was a Halo trailer mm. as well. Right. So, but surprise is not that. It's still everybody's here. I think. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> everybody's here, unless unless you think it's um, No Man's Sky's egg. Mm. I don't think it's as fun as surprise. No, <laughs> not as fun as surprise. Okay, cool. We got it. Um, Locked in. I haven't got much in the disappointing character group because I don't think we've actually played that much that's really actually disappointed us this year. No. I've gone in blind to a reasonable number of old things, but the only game I was hyped for that I then played and thought, this isn't good or this isn't fun was Sea of Thieves. Mm. Right. It's like those first few hours, golden. Past that point, nothing. Just did absolutely nothing for me. And yes, I know they've expanded it. I know they've. Sounds like there's actually quite a lot more content in it now than there was at launch, but by God, did there have to be. Like, that thing was lean, too lean. Not enough yeah. there. It's an early access experience that launched full. I feel sorry for the people that put down... It's one of those games I feel sorry for the people putting down 60 bones mm. at launch for. It's the Fallout 76 problem, just not as problematic. <laughs> um, so at least that game was stable and knew exactly what it was at launch. Mm. It just wasn't very much. Um, so I don't know. I don't think we've got anything else to really say about disappointing this year. Just that, unless you unless you guys have played stuff that you'd looked at and were like, eh. I mean, no. I could put grip in this category as well, but I wasn't 
super expecting you're, that you're, to be, yeah, to be but, great. Yeah, and, that's what and, you do with all of those. Yeah, like, it's kind of racing games. It's inflated by you keep my all of those. Yeah, it's, it is inflated by my future racing hype, and this hasn't has been another one of those that's not quite landed. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything that I was hyped for that was a major disappointment that didn't stick. Yeah. Because well, we're pretty good at smelling them out before they come out. <laughs> That's the thing. But, but yeah, and uh, in a way, I was only really like, I probably wouldn't have gone in on Sea of Thieves had I not had Game Pass for most of this year. Mm. Is the other thing, so I wasn't really disappointed by playing a free game that I didn't like. But so even then, it's a little bit <laughs> uh, not too heavy. But yeah, just it made a good first impression. But that's all it had going for it. Yes. All right, let's talk music. Music, best, best music. I'm. Well, I've, I have said in my list here, non-licensed, uh, like original music only, because it's hard to sometimes judge stuff on. But like, if you make a good case, I will allow a licensed soundtrack in. Yeah, but half of them, we, the half, sometimes you don't even know whether it's licensed or not. That's the trick. That's the problem. Because like, clearly, one of the things we have to talk about here is Lethal League plays. Yeah, and it's <laughs> some of that soundtrack is definitely original. Um. But a, a good portion of it isn't, and has been brought in. Um, so I don't think we need to separate this category any longer. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Well, I haven't got a. Because you I haven't got enough. Yes, that's I didn't, why I didn't have a license. I didn't have a licensed side. Um, but you're right. Yeah, well, the reason is because I don't. I don't really want to praise games necessarily that have an entirely licensed soundtrack, like things like the Forces of the World or. Um, yeah, but did you like what, that? Soundtrack? If they're no, really well curated, like an old Grand Theft Auto one, like I mean, Vice can, City or whatever, it can work really well. Yeah, and I think then maybe those are the multiple occasions. But most of the time, that it's kind of not. Like Forza Horizon Four didn't land with me this year, for instance. Like it's not the sound that some people really do. I've seen a lot of reports where people really do think that soundtrack is killer, and it's like I'm not one of them. I don't. Mm. I think it's actually just a lesser. Uh, point, even if it has got some Kendrick in there this time, you know, it's not quite. The overall package isn't as solid as it has no. been in previous years. I still think Forza Horizon 2 is probably the most solid musical package they've put together. Because, um, yeah, 3 was good, but not quite that, that you know. It's a, it's a decline for me. Forza um, Motorsport 2, because uh, it has Daft Punk is playing in my house. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> Forza Motorsport 2 soundtrack was really good. <laughs> and even if they, yeah, like got, got the gold frap and yeah, things like that. It was, yeah, it was a damn good soundtrack. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So Lethal League plays, man. Hideki Naganuma, back again. Even uh, if you only, even, good track. even if you only did one one track in that thing, man, it's a standout song. Yeah. But the other ones are good too. Did he understand the concept of love? I mean, there ain't nothing like a funky Pete. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Uh, yeah, but not just the Naganuma stuff. Yeah, as I said, said earlier, the Candyman theme, the version two Candyman yep. theme, is even better than the original. The um, track from the Clown Coffee Guy. Oh yeah, which one's that? Um, I can't remember the Kamala Conquer guy. Yeah, you can tell the guy who did all the. Oh, I, what was his name again? Frank something. Right. Is it? I'm a mechanical man. Yeah, I love that CNC soundtrack. You can tell it's like soundtrack. you can tell that the Naganuma track is his track because it sounds like. Oh, yeah. it sounds like Sonic nothing, Rush slash Jetta no, Radio. Nothing sounds like him. And you can tell the Kamala Conquer guy made that track because it sounds like Kamala Conquer. Like <laughs> I love that old soundtrack. It's like classic. The, Oh, is it like the one, one of the ones in the um, uh, like in the construction site? Yeah, the desert. I think. Oh no, the, the desert one. All right. I think that's where it usually plays. Okay. 
and then yeah, and then the other good tracks, like the the Foundry one. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, it's a bit hardcore compared man, to the rest of all ways. It is mixed ridiculous. so loud, isn't it? That was it. Is it Mac, not Macross? It's Big Nick. Big Nick, yeah. Because man, <laughs> his his Big Nick's track from the first Lethal League is an amazing track, as and well. I think that's one you can unlock. It's one of the secret tracks, excellent. One of the re- returning secrets. Yeah, I, I went and found Big Nick in a number of places. And like now, listen to him. He's like, what? A, what a find! It's like, yeah, that soundtrack is is exactly what that game needs like exactly it could not be more perfectly pitched to, to how that game plays and feels and looks it's it is the modern jet set radio yeah. of soundtracks it's 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 properly good um but to keep with the leagues i am going to put laser league in here simply because of uh while i think they could have done more to make it a little more expressive and a little more reactive like so when you win i would have liked it to have been a little more way or a little more things like that setting this tone like everything of the of this environment like i said before the sort of presentational aspect of it where it's um moody and neon and that little bit of cyberpunk and that little bit sort of here like the music is is very much a part of that it's like it's like uh you know rapid synths with a lot of echo and a lot of like not actually playing all that much on the drums, but when the drums do kick in, they're a, they're sort of electro tribal in a way, and it's like it's 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 not something you see in games very much. That the, the way it feels It's like you know you get a lot of like cyberpunky kind of evil sounding. Like Ruin I played this year has that very like I guess classical cyberpunk sound to it, mm. but but this this takes that a bit further. It's like it's more it's more atmospheric take on it, and it's and it works really well with the rest of the, that game's. Uh, style hmm. um, it's not necessarily something I think you should listen to on its own but in the heat of the moment it's perfect um, like it ramps up like the first round of a match is actually quite a calm version of the track like you'll have some that are like actually half the tempo that then they will then they'll ramp up in the second round and they'll turn into something a lot more oh god this is getting this get, this match is getting real now hmm. and then there's a third round version as well which is even more intense and it's like that. It's just well, really well designed, and they all blend. So like, it never like hard cuts the music during the rounds. It's like when it dies down, the music dies down intentionally, and then it will ramp all the way back up to the start of a point again. Hmm. Um, and between rounds, it all lulls into a nice like, oh, okay, this is the intermission kind of state, and then it will ramp back up again. It's just really well done. It's always in time. It's always mm-hmm. um, it's a, a another reason to like that game. Um, and rebuild a community. <laughs> yeah, come back. Come on, come, come back. back. Uh, but I, I was quite. It, it, it's a grower. As I said, I think I think that pre- it, it took me by, took me a while to appreciate it for what it really really does. Um, but it is it is neat. Um, uh, can't not put the Splatoon two octo music on here yes there's an expansion so maybe it can't really count but there's a lot of new stuff in there and a lot of it is really great um i don't think you can beat the song they put in the trailer in fairness Mm. which does actually eventually feature in it quite late like that sort of like i don't know heavy rap i guess (laughs) with horned rap it's like that but it's a pretty great track and the other standout is what they do to twist some of the, as I said, run, during the end phase of it, there's a, there's a sort of twist on the music in that last section that is really very cool. Like they take some themes that they've added, they've had in the game before and mess with it in a way that works and makes it a bit more dramatic, a bit more evil. And it's like, that's in, in the kind of like Dr. Octo style, I suppose, or yeah. DJ Octavius style. And it's, it is really good. 
Um, uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that the 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 actual level music you hear the majority of the time is super memorable, but it's there and it's good. Like it's not like it's bad and irritating or crazy. Like it's it's it works with the task you had land. Like they 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 pick the right track for the right level as well. Like so, when you're doing the slower, more methodical levels, like when you're having to guide the eight ball around the level and be quite careful, right? you get like a nice slow paced track, and it's like mm-hmm. you know, sort of thing there. But if it's a combat focused level, you'll get something like heavy and banging, and it's <laughs> banging hardcore tunes, banging hardcore tunes for sure. Um, so I think that's a. I think I did a, a, a well. To say Splatoon and not say it's got phenomenal music is a bit of a. <laughs> you know, the, the two go hand in hand. For sure. Um, uh, and also, like I said earlier, I want to shout out to Yoko, Yoku's Island Express just because of the feel goodness of it. It's like the, the tunes are catchy and like some of them have stayed in my head for the, for, for the entire year. Um, and it's, well, since that game came out anyway, it's not been a whole year, but you know what I mean? It's been. Uh, some, some really good. Just, just catchy tunes. Gotta be said, catchy tunes, well written, surprising for a game of it. Like for a game of its type, it's surprising that that, that, that that's that element is as good as it is. Mm. Uh, any other shouts? Well, you forgot the obvious. One. I mean, I forgot some of the like, yeah, big hitters here. Like Spider Man is like people seem to really think the Splat Spider Man soundtrack is is great. Like the way it swells in as you swing around and things like that, and that stuff is good. But it's like I'm not a hundred percent sure that I would say that the composition itself is all that amazing like mm. it's good but and its main theme sticks with me but a bit of me wonders if that main theme that sticks with me is actually just a very close riff on what they've already been doing in the marvel films right Do you know what i mean it doesn't necessarily feel distinct enough the one thing about the marvel films is compared to a lot of like big like I think uh, I've got the Avengers theme in my yeah. head when I'm, I'm trying compared, to think of the Spider-Man theme. I've got the Avengers theme. Yeah, compared to a lot of the big action, most successful, considering how successful the Marvel films are, compared to like Star Wars or something, it's never had basically memorable themes apart from the Avengers theme. That's mm. the one they've got. It's not even that great, I don't think, but it's okay. Uh, so that was it's kind of a weak point, I think, of Marvel films is the is mm. the score. Yeah. Anyway, back to games. Unless you want to count Iron Man. I mean, that doesn't count because that's just che- that's cheating, isn't it? It's mostly ACDC, <laughs> and they've never brought that. It's not. It's uh It's not ACDC. I mean, it's, uh, the Iron Man tune is Black Sabbath, right? Or, or yeah. Osborne, or one of the. But one just of the, the general right? soundtrack is but, mostly yeah, ACDC. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean, there's Red Dead score again. I don't think it has as strong a theme as the first, but it's doing that same thing of like um, the, the, sort the, of the, the Zelda the, thing in a way. Like a lot of it's incidental, and in the back, like I don't yeah, know, you're, you're riding to certain missions or riding away from certain places. You'll get that. I get that little violin piece. Like yeah, sort of, wow, 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 wow. Or when you're in town and you get that guy playing the mouth harp, you know, the boing boing. boing, 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 boing. <laughs> like that, I love that. That's actually a dude. I th- I, yeah, that's that literally well. there. I think it's extremely competently scored like a film would mm. be. Uh, probably the best I've ever seen, but it doesn't have as strong a theme as the first game. No. But the first game was doing the spaghetti western thing, and as we've discussed, in general, this is doing a more traditional, uh, non-deserty, non, uh, more American western, right? Mm. Um, uh, but, so later on... Um, the the original theme comes back and it's awesome, obviously, but it also is, feels a little bit out of place because it goes a bit Mexican-y 
trumpety, right. which was a brilliant in that first game. And it's like, hang on a minute, I'm in a mountain. It doesn't make sense to have like Mexican trumpets, even though it works really well. Do you want more of a sort of like a dun dun dun? Well, yeah, exactly. But that one, so the 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 themes of the. No, because it's revisionist Western. It's not. It's not um, traditional Western. So it, it, there is no real style for that. Um, so I think it's done really, really well. But it doesn't have those memorable themes for no. me. No, like other than the, there's, as I say, some of the incidental stuff. I couldn't really, yeah, pick them out per se. It's like I think I've only had like one, maybe two moments where I've had like a what I'd call a song. Yeah, like, and you get one of those really early on, right, where the caravan's leaving the mountains. Yeah, and it's, um, uh, and you get a sort of like musical piece for a while. So, uh, just to talk about musical moment or whatever as part of this, it does that Red Dead thing that happens in the first game with a song. Okay, well, like something dramatic happens, and you're riding into a certain like, lo- well, everything and you, is, everything is riding to a location. You ride thing, but- through a song, and it it does it three times. <laughs> Well, that's uh, fine. I don't mind. They did it twice yeah. in the first game. Right? Oh, is it like, twice in the first game? You get Mexico and you get the riding to the ranch. Oh, right? riding to the ranch at the end, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, you get it three times. Uh, it's kind of the same style, like one in the middle and one, well, ish, and one towards the end of the main story. And then, but then there's an extra one. And so for me, they they ju- they were just doing what they'd done before, right? It's a little bit like, oh, we have to do this because we did this in the last game. Mm, right. And the so, first of so the impact didn't really not as much impact definitely mm. as the Mexico thing because it's not as much of a surprise. Mm. Uh, but the fir- and the first song, I mean, it's D'Angelo or whatever, and uh, it's good. But I just didn't really like it very much. Uh, I wonder if it's the stuff they played at the Game Awards. Probably, but, yeah. yeah. You've probably heard it. Yeah. Anyway, so that happens, and then so I was like, hmm, the first time it happened. Not sure about this. Then the second time, it's like it was very fitting for the situation. Everything was building to a head dramatically, and that worked well. But then the final one, now that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> now it's way at the end of the story, but it's like it's Willie Nelson, and it's awesome, and I've had it in my head ever since. And uh, hmm. so for me, that was like easily best musical moment was the third time lucky, basically. In in Red Dead, pull the uh, in- song for impact trick. And actually, that song, the third, the 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 song, the Willie Nelson one, it's actually um, well, it, the w- in, when it happens in the game, it's Willie Nelson, but then it plays over the credits as well. But that time, it's Josh Homme or whatever from uh, Queens of the Stone oh, Age. Home, right? Home, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so you get two versions of that of that mm. awesome song. Anyway, yeah, so good. Really good music stuff, but p- perhaps not strongest of the of the. Uh, I preferred the themes of the original Red Dead, mm. uh, but that's because they were doing the spaghetti style, um, yeah. and that worked well. Uh, once once again, I got to say at this point, like I would almost certainly have included Tetris Effect here. Yeah, I played more of it. There you go, because I've liked what I've heard so far. I mean, that um, probably is the best. It, it might well be, but like, yeah, we can't can't in good conscience <coughs> include it on Fair. the first three tracks. <laughs> Uh, or skins, or whatever. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like, You've forgotten is... several other ones. Oh, all right, go for it. Well, Into the Breach has another great soundtrack like FTL did. Not yeah, as okay. good. Not as good. But that victory it, music's really good, yeah, though. Victory, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, it's a quite a short loop. <laughs> but like, it does basically the same things as FTL does yeah. with reactive music and all that stuff. Mm, yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, I have liked what I've heard so far. I think I've found, like, I kind of wish there was a bit 
like while I was going through one of the islands, you kind of hear the same music for each of the fights on that island. Yeah. And it's like, so I kind of wished it mixed. And it's a big ask, I suppose. I kind of wished like it would vary it up a little bit. Cause I was kind of getting yeah a little, even in the short spells of the runs or the <laughs> time you spend on the island, I was like, I get a little fatigued of hearing the same thing. By the I mean, end that of is island. just the same as FTL as well, really. Well, it's like one sector has its music track that has basically the non-fight and the fight version. I guess I thought it like the music changed based on who you were fighting, right? So it's like I'm fighting a race, I'd get the race music. No, the race music was tied to their sector. Like uh, when you were okay. in the rock sector, you got the rock music or whatever. No, right? Not rock music, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was. <laughs> not necessarily good, but I wanted to mention it in this category anyway. It was like the ridiculousness of the surviving bar soundtrack. Oh, right. I haven't, oh, you've talked about it, but I haven't heard any of this. Yeah, like. it's extremely weird because it has like the radio stations idea yeah. where there's like four different <laughs> radio stations and they're like so completely different where you've got like the generic sort of sci-fi space music that is just basically the surviving Mars station. And then you've got like the weird Western music track because I guess Mars is like a desert, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you've got that. Then you've got like the weird 60s surf guitar channel for some reason that I'm not really sure about. And then like the other sort of sci fi E station, which has music and good music in as well. But like some of those tracks are just. Which channel is it? It must be. There's like another one that I'm forgetting, but there's one. There's like some 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 of the tracks are just so weird. Like there's one track that I was fairly convinced was just a Eurovision song, and I was like, I've heard this at Eurovision, haven't I? And then I looked up and I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, this sounds so much like a Eurovision song. Oh, you're gonna have to play me that. Yeah, I was like fairly convinced it was like Sweden's Eurovision entry at some point, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is real weird for this game. But yeah, I and suppose, also, I suppose the colonists would be multinational, right? Yeah, like, well, depending on which sponsor you choose yeah <laughs> and then like it has the same thing as kerbal space program has where like the main title music theme is just the right kind of music to get you hyped for space <laughs> yeah hype for space although in kerbal's case it was a bit more like pomp and circumstance yeah and then obviously the more obvious one that we've totally forgotten is smash brothers the game with the most music <laughs> Mm, most isn't best, is yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> so I don't. I don't. I don't think there's enough. I mean, yeah, it's it, it is like it's, but it's the soundtrack of other games more than it is the soundtrack of Smash. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like a lot of games have great music, and a lot of those games' music are in this other great game. But there's plenty of remix. That's the important. Thing. Yeah, but I don't, the new tracks. And some of those, as, as we talked about before, some of those are pretty great. The remix of Cass's is clearly the best. But I'm not such a... I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of the main theme in this one. Well, especially not the lyric version. I don't, I'm not sure the lyric version really works. Well, it's okay. Like, I think the trouble with the lyric version is it, when they extend it out to like a full length where it like has a whole extra verse and like a pitch shift and stuff. It's like... <laughs> I think that goes a bit <laughs> too far. Right. <laughs> But, like, normally it's not terrible. I think maybe the main possible... Well, I think it might be the problem with the main theme is, like, how it just gets reused over and over, like, you know, in different forms. Mm. They do different... Same tune, but different style or whatever. Which is what they've done in... Yeah, which is what they've done previously. I think think you're right, yeah. It feels way more egregious here. They may have done it too many times. Yeah. 
yeah, maybe we're just getting fatigued on it, but yeah, it feels like you hear that main. Burr, 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 but at like, least you can like unlock everywhere. different menu music, so you don't always have to hear that. I don't think I have that. Does that. Do you have to unlock the ability to un- to have men- different menu music? I think that- it just depends on what tracks you've unlocked. Like right. if you have so some of the tracks, it will pick them. So I guess I don't have enough yet. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, depending I don't, on what I, probability it works off. Wait, did you get the like sliders somewhere in the sound like you used to? I don't think you do. Or does for it the just menu? happen? Yeah, I think it's just random. Okay, I had a really weird track that did I don't even know what it was from the other day, where and it was like a really short loop, and I was like, "This is kind of bad for the menu." You get that weird Spanish mix, the brawl one, possibly. You can get the weird brawl training level music that. But I'm not sure where that's what level that's attaching. Maybe you put that in the training level, probably. Maybe yeah. as an option. <laughs> yeah, there's a fuck ton of music and oh, yeah, some there's... definitely good new remixes. Yeah, F Zero. That's got to come from somewhere, right? They kind of do I it. don't know, but it says it's a new remix. Oh, really? So like, maybe it's someone just, just thought that was a good idea. It's just one of those such a weird thing for the roof made. <laughs> like you don't expect it, I guess. No. But sort it out. Pick better music from F Zero GX. Come on, if you're going to have port the new the the the, G, the GameCube version of Port Town, you better well bring the GameCube version of the Port Town music, man. Mistake. Unless we haven't unlocked it yet, who knows? Yeah, true. But then still, mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, should have just been the default. So how, do we, how are we feeling about this? I don't know. I'm, uh... I'm a bit torn. What are you leaning towards? Personally, Lethal League. Okay, but that's like that. That definitely crosses that original, not original divide. Um, that's okay though. I mean, Red Dead Two's incidental stuff, it is, as you say, is good, but I don't know if it's, it's really. It's probably not. It's already got the presentation award, so yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's particularly impacted me. I, th- I just think that I've noticed that people are saying that like the music is particularly good element of the game. I think I would agree with that, but it doesn't make it the best music of the year. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really have a bad thing to say about it. I don't think it's ever out of no. place or any of that stuff. Like, it's not like it's uh, yeah. incorrectly used, which can be the problem of a great soundtrack. You can have great stuff, but just used in the wrong place totally ruins it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it suffers from that issue. Um, yeah, I, I, It'll I, get I definitely want to put Laser League up there, but I, I don't think it will win. I don't. Think, I think you guys will overrule that. No, uh, not like, necessarily. I, I haven't got a strong feeling. So I, I think it is very smart, but I think yeah, I, I put Lethal League higher. What do you want um, to fight for, Zeg? But Splatoon's man. Splatoon. Uh, I still think it's Lethal League. Lethal League. Yeah, that was it then. Sounds like. I think so. Yeah. Cool. Lethal yeah. League Blaze decision. The best official soundtrack. Best music. Best music. Best don't, music. Don't be any more specific than that. Yeah, but not yeah, not best OST. Let's go. Just go with best music. Best looking. Best music. Best. <laughs> just keep it simple. All right, let's go for. We've got three more to go. Hooray! Um, well, two more actually, because I think we can kill off one of these because we sort of covered it earlier. Cool. Um, let's go for best audio thing. <laughs> Again, this so this music. is the the single, a singular audio thing, like sound effect or uh, short sequence, I guess, where you 
So uh, I guess this is actually where the Into the Breach end of mission music goes. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like, if you want to highlight a specific yeah, track or a specific thing, like your Red Dead thing might actually count here because um, it's a specific singular thing. Oh, um, if but that's a whole song versus a sound effect. That's yeah, a bit unfair. Uh, normally, we'll we definitely put, go for the song. <laughs> normally, we put this in as a as a sound effecty thing, yeah, rather than a bit of music. Um, uh, so I, I know, given your opinions of it, I can take the onrush scream out. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of like that. The fact when you unleash the rush, it just does that sort of like Wah! for a right, while. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Doesn't really get old to me. But, uh. But we've got some we've got some other good ones. Like uh, I like specifically like, really like how Laser League does a build up at the start of every point. There's like um there's sort of like a going, but it's not just that. It's accentuated by the fact the camera's zooming in. I know it's supposed to be about the audio thing, but every, it's kind of one of those everything comes together mm-hmm. moments where the camera's zooming in on the playfield. Everything's lighting up like crazy vividly with the countdown, mm. and it's in time with the music, and it's like boom, boom. And then the music sort of goes, wow, and swells and then uh, kicks off. And it's like, it's just a, it's a nice combination of, of the elements of that, that, of that audio design coming together at that moment to be like, are you getting hype? Are you getting hype? Yeah. Then do it. Do your thing. Uh, and, it, and it's really cool. Um, uh, and a similar, even more singular, I think I want to put like for Lethal League, I want to put the sort of like, whoop, like as it comes out of the freeze frame moment because that, that's a that's a cool sound it's like the way that it sort of stops and then as as it comes out it's like wow mm. that's sort of like it's just a cool noise uh special special mention to the god of war axe return i mean the god of war axe sounds in general would be my pick i mean I, if you don't count uh kratos saying boy boy <laughs> i mean that, that doesn't get old boy from what i've played so far it's just like boy <laughs> Or just no. his voice. You could just say you could just say Kratos' voice. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it's the axe though. It's the sound of the axe, just in general. Throwing it, hitting things, it returning. It's just awesome. It is cool. Yeah, the, re- the return in particular is so satisfying. <laughs> the yeah. thunk into your head. Because like, it feels solid. It feels really solid, but it's e- extra good if it like clatters through a bunch of things on its way back yeah. to your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that is badass. Uh for comedy audio thing, I'm going to nominate Arthur Morgan for having a serious <laughs> conversation that if you then try and follow it up too far, he'll just go, okay, see you later there. <laughs> like, like it, like most jovial sort of like, I don't there. care about what we just talked about kind of way. <laughs> it's, it's pretty hilarious. I love that. It's like, it's, it's dumb because it's one of the few moments that the, the yeah. sort of speech system kind of falls apart for me. And it's something you do fairly frequently, which is just chat to people at camp. Well, stop chatting to them twice then. <laughs> I, know, I know, but it's, <laughs> just, it's just funny. Sometimes it, like, it feels like some conversations do have a second thread to them. Yeah, right? yeah. So sometimes you do want to like dive in and so you try it again. It's like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm, how, I'm feeling a little low today. And, like, it, but it's probably nothing. Okay, see you later then. <laughs> it's amazing how many individual conversations there are with each camp member for mm. each stage of the game. And it's the ones like, you just hear in the background, right? Like, yeah. Just wandering past. Yeah, exactly. Just, oh, I'm just going to listen to this. And then, then they acknowledge your presence. Yeah. And then they listening to it. It's just it's like, ridiculous. I don't understand how it was done, but yeah. there you go. Pretty great. Uh, any, any, any additions? Uh, I mean, we haven't got the, uh, dirt rally. Boop. This, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That would be hilarious. That was most annoying audio thing, wasn't it? Though it does mean you're about to play the game. Yeah, so. it was important, but yeah. also kind of annoying. Do you want to add the, uh, the the fact that Smash Brothers still says Luigi, <laughs> in in the coolest possible way? Maybe. Like, but but in, in some ways that's not that great because like it's, I mean, not, it's the third time they've done it now. <laughs> well, it's not just Luigi. It's like particularly for some of the new characters it's just like i feel like they maybe should have re-recorded the whole set to make it slightly more consistent because it seems like apart from the ones where it was already weird like luigi and bowser jr oh, yeah. like now they, they've added even more weird ones but they're weird in a different way <laughs> well so you don't you don't think that they re-recorded the no answer. i don't think they recorded any of those okay i don't think they intentionally said say luigi in that weird way you did before i think that's just the same sound phase. <laughs> I did, I did one of my favorite like sound clips, I think, from the like, is is hearing the Smash announcer during the Game Awards doing that thing where he's just like, "We're hours away, baby." <laughs> it just sounded so weird in the Smash voice. Yeah, I think that was maybe not a good thing. It's like they should have re-recorded the whole set to make them all sound more similar. Okay, so you're not a fan of Luigi this year? Well, I'm a fan of Luigi, but I'm not a fan <laughs> of the whole set of those sound things. Can we say worst audio thing? Not having Daisy say hi, I'm Daisy. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Instant win. I don't think I, I haven't got a worst audio thing this year. I don't think I've been particularly annoyed by audio this year. No. no. Um, so yeah, hi, I'm Daisy. That's the uh, unofficial winner <laughs> of, of worst audio thing in its absence. <laughs> it probably would have won worst audio thing if it existed as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't because you just can't win with Daisy. Except you can win. A very specific category. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so how, what, what are we thinking then? We've got Laser League's start of round build up. Lethal League's coming out of freeze frame. Uh, although, actually, just the, any any of the sort of like ting sound effects in Lethal League are yeah. quite satisfying. Um, on Rush's Rush Scream. <laughs> Uh, the, the God of War axe return thunk. Yep, which you've heard, so you're in a position to judge this. Yep. Or the, okay, I'll see you later there. <laughs> not that one. That's not a good one. <laughs> not that one, that's just stupid. Uh, I'm a big fan, but okay. <laughs> thunk. Uh, yes, I don't know. I want to give it to Laser... I want to give it to Laser League, just because I think that's a really good moment like that works every time of getting you, like, hope for the point. Um, and, you, and you're probably hearing it, like, 10, 15 times a match, something like that. Mm. And, and it works It works really well. Um, cool. But the thunk is really satisfying. I mean, you hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, and it's pretty, that is a pretty satisfying single sound effect. Thunk. I like there's two like there's heavy and light throw as well. They have a different. Oh, I'm enjoying anyway. heavy throw. Yeah. Oh, heavy throws are useful. Anyway. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, any argument against the laser league build up? Unless you think I'm a madman. Well, I haven't heard it, so I don't. I'm well, sure it's good. That makes it tricky. Yeah. Zeg. I don't remember it. If it happened when I was watching, oh, you would have you would have seen it because it happens at the start of every point. So it sounds like there's too much uh, 
uncertainty on that one. Too much uncertainty. So maybe we lean towards the thunk. 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 God of War actor turned thunk. Yeah. With the, the best audio thing. I'm quite happy with that. Even if, even if it's something I only discovered like in the last four hours. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's pretty satisfying. All right. The biggie. Nice. Any more? Any more late last minute categories? No, that's the end. Or honorable mentions for stupid reasons. Done. <laughs> game of the year time. Let's do this. Du, 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 du. Right. Should we yep. shortlist some games? <laughs> this is the official game of the year. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I've built a little list here, um, but I'm going to cut some out immediately because I know you're not going to. Why don't we nominate? Stick some on the list. All right. Well. I'm I'm assuming we want Into the Breach on there. Yep. Well, I do. Uh, Zach, are you are you going to pull for Lethal League? My, well, I mean, you could say it, but it's not going to fight that long. So, okay. <laughs> we've 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 kind of talked about this. Well, we just each great, put but... like a couple of favorites on. That's yeah. that's six. Yeah, right? I, I my entire games list for this year is seven games. That's like, okay. I could easily say. Like two of them that have yeah. any chance at all. <laughs> there you go. So you pick two. Yeah, but that's not. My two aren't going to be individual ones because one of them is Smash Brothers, so that's one that Rob will agree with. Cool. Well, there we go. Well, not well, necessarily. That means, means I don't have to pick Smash Brothers now. Right. So we got. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't do it. There's no point in doing okay. it like this. You might as well yeah, just yeah, read yeah. all of them off. Okay. So, well, well, oh, well, no. That's my, not my, good. My shortlist at the moment is six games. All right, so Into the Breach, Lethal League Blows, God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2, yep. Spider Man. And Super Smash Bros. Okay. What do you want to add to that? I don't think I have anything to add I, to that. No. Well, I mean, I mainly only wanted to slightly mention Subnautica because it was a pretty oh, goddamn Subnautica. good game, like for the for the style of game it was trying to do, and it happened in January, which is why no one remembers it. <laughs> I, I would like my brother was very keen on that. I'm surprised how much I've ended up enjoying Onrush. Like I don't know what to say, but I, I'm. Clearly, it's not game of the year. It's man. clearly not a contender. Yeah, <laughs> cool. That's, yeah, that, that's that's. What that's are the they one. again? What? How many have we got? Six. Into the breach. Lethal League. Blaze. Right. God of War. Red Dead Redemption Two. Spider Man and Super Smash Bros. Okay. Cool. Let's start. So Lethal League. Blaze. Um, is that game of the year? <laughs> so um, I don't, look, let's be honest. I don't think we get. We yeah, get, we just I cut all of these out and we'll just fight about Smash Brothers against Red Dead, and we're done. No, no. <laughs> give me a break. I don't no, think no. it is that, sure simple. It is that simple. I don't think it is. Um, but is I don't know. I like Into the Breach, and I personally think I anyway. My fight for myself is between God of War and Red Dead, obviously, and I don't think Red Dead necessarily wins that. So that's something to uh, so Reddit, to argue about. Like, look, Reddit isn't a hell of a technical achievement, right? Yeah. I do, as I've talked about in in some you know, some of the previous episodes, I do think it has some fairly oh, serious yeah. flaws. We've gone th- like, we've gone not, through this, yeah, yeah. Just not just visually, like like about yeah. the blotchy skin that I mentioned earlier, but like the the you were talking about the plate of the script thing, yeah, uh, about Uncharted, which works in Uncharted it because does. you're somewhat restricted to play in the script. You are, whereas Red Dead kind of lets you. Or it kind of not. wants to let you not, yeah, and then and the moment it doesn't you, work. The moment you not, things yeah. break. It clashes. Or it, like things either break, or the mission goes wrong in an unexpected way, or glitches out in a way, or most of the time just fails you in some unexpected way. Mm. Um, like, or I just don't. So there's there's, there's both there's both an amazing level of quality, and also an ele- an amazing level of not quite there in. 
a great deal of places in Red Dead. Like the mission design, I think actually is really quite disappointing in places, or at it's least, variable, or at least like the how uh, I don't know. Like uh, there's one in particular where you're chasing a stagecoach, like reasonably early, I think, and it makes you chase it down. Um, but if you don't reach it in time, it sort of goes off. It crashes off the road, and that counts as a fail state. Mm. Um, but it moves really quite fast, and actually catching up to it is really difficult. Whilst having a gunfight in places, and it's like if that, like the the window of success is so goddamn small mm. that it's like while this isn't a mission necessarily going wrong, I think it's an example of an, a fairly early mission that pitches itself as far too difficult. Yeah, and, there's like, definitely the fail state is super easy. Um, you know, I've had that, that some of the one of the, the first bounty I did. The guy basically made an impossible jump down a cliff that I couldn't follow him without dying. Yeah, he survived and was running off into the distance. And I'm like, well, what do I do? Fail. Mm. <laughs> Let's do it again. And it's yeah, it's like I've I've hit more than I've definitely had frustrations I'm, with it for sure. Quite a lot actually. I was disappointed by the amount of frustration and how little progress they've really made with the core gameplay. Yeah, and also like. Like, the, dead, like the fact that the dead eye seems doesn't the fact that the dead eye meter doesn't seem to recharge anymore, despite the fact you have a dead eye core. I was expecting like, seems the, against its own mechanics in a way. Yeah, so. I mean the dead eye should have been better in this game, and I don't think it was better. I think no. it was uh, the same, if not worse. Yeah, horrendously handicapped. Arguably, I mean, like, it yeah, works. it was a superpower in the first game, but but that's like, cool. You're a superhero, yeah, a kind of. Superpower. Yeah, it was fun, and it it just yeah. So for me, this year, well, okay, you got. God of War and Red Dead, and actually Into the Breach I really enjoyed, but it's back to the classic. So let me ask you. Scope over quality. Scope versus perfection kind of thing. So the classic, which is better, Mario 64 or Ocarina of Time? (laughs) Sure. Uh, It is a little bit like that. And uh, for me, Ocarina of Time is better than Mario 64. Although, I I lean the other way. If I was going to play a game today and pick up and play one, I might play Mario 64. And then we kind of had a rerun of this last year with uh, with Mario and Zelda. with Marion Zelda, although, uh, yeah, um, but it's like the tightness of the controls of Mario can't really be rivaled by Zelda, right? The combat in Breath of the Wild is not quite as good as the jumping in, for jumping, platforming, basically, and all of the moves in Mario, right? Mm. Uh, And if you apply that to, and I guess the, the tightest controls and the simplest game is like, going all the way back to chess right isn't it's, it well, it's, yeah, it's like it's, it is that level of the simplest mastery. the level of mastery and the and the perfection in which you can because you, you can't get much more and this year's chess is obviously into the breach right if, if you were to boil it down more li- literally yeah. in that way then yeah sure i mean that was the thing into the breach like compared to ftl ftl has that kind of slight not because it's not turn-based it has that slight kind of well, FTL, jank where like FTL, things have to be timed like into the breach has the advantage over ftl because it's less i want to say like the random factor yeah other than the it, enemy's turn is way reduced do, right super reduced and so the frustration factor so far hasn't been there when things have gone wrong yeah, yeah okay the start i think the first turn in into breach i I'm very early still. Yeah, yeah. I'm like three hours of gameplay yeah. at this point, and it's like that first turn is 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 always rough. Like the number of times it like sets you up in a situation, or I try and deploy in a way predicting where they're going to go, and they don't. They mm. do something completely different that I wasn't expecting, and they're like, "Oh, there's no way I can 
do this turn perfectly, I'm going to have to take grid damage, for instance. Yeah. That is my frustration point at the moment. Yeah. Like, if things go bad mid-mission, yeah. I'm kind of okay with it because I sort of go, yeah, that was me. That I, was just I, it. I, That's I, on I me. I royally right. ballsed up the sequence there. Like, the most annoying thing, actually, in Into the Breach is not with the game, it's with myself. Because I sit there and exactly. I, I plan out a set of moves and I go, right, right this is going to work. Oh, I fucked it up. And then I go and do it. But then I execute the wrong plan. I do yeah. one of the steps incorrectly, and it's like, shit. No, oh, I, I did, that's not what I meant. To, no, then, I, but not because been, of something wrong with the game. No, it's because you've, just you've messed up. Yeah. I've done, I've but it's like in Mario, where you've, oh, I, I jumped wrong. That was entirely on me, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's not because it's hard to control Mario. Mario is, like, super responsive and, and, and on it, right? And then going... Well, maybe that bullet bill... Yeah, sure. Super, super level. That's, that's but I'm just saying, but for the sake of argument, mm. then you go to Red Dead, that's exactly the problem. Like, yeah. you can't execute what you exactly want. The the pursuit of luxurious, as Jim Sterling would yeah. call it, luxurious audio and visual presentation comes at the cost of the gameplay a time, in, it, in Red Dead. It, and, it's, and then you've got, like, the scope element, which is blown out it's massive right oh, yeah. red dead and and actually you you haven't seen this stuff yet but the story does come good i think it's a Some little bit it's starting to kick in right I, yeah I, I can see like i haven't seen the bleak yes that you've described oh previously, yeah it gets really but, bleak but i can now fi- I, I finally fi- feel the ramp down. yeah like it's taken a really it's, it's been an awkward because i've been sort of thinking about it like like how red dead paces itself and it's like yeah i get the point that they they needed to put across that everything we do makes things kind of worse thing in stages like they wanted to tell the story about the families they wanted to tell the story how something simple could make the situation awful in valentine whilst doing the tutorial stuff in valentine and it's like and then a bit of me wonders like well how could you have paced this differently perhaps like i think it may have been possible with half the number of missions right to tell the story they've told more tightly Um, but they were going for epic in the sense of in the literal, in the filmic sense of of oh, epic, sure. like a like a Gone with the Wind kind of, yeah. You know, if I wanted that, I don't think it's something I normally look for in games. Like the whole role no. playing thing isn't necessarily for me. Mm. But if you ever wanted to like feel part of a world, yeah, and have to go through the things you have to do in that world then Red Dead kind of forces you into that. It's like you have to be a part of that. You, have, you have to, to be. A, you have to inhabit it, don't you? Like, yeah. And that pays off at the end. Like, it has a lot of emotional weight, like, at the end. Even though it's, it is melodramatic, I would mm. say, and a bit overwrought and a little bit, ham, you know, overdone, cooked, maybe. Mm. Um, but it does have a, a, a big impact, um, like, by the end, I think. So it compare with God of War... Where it's like I like the char- I like the relationships between the characters and stuff, but yeah, I'm immediately taken by oh, the, it's great the awkwardness between Kratos and and Atreus, and there's different like, stages to that. In, yeah, so like, so that relationship develops and has proper arcs through, but it's a very simple story. And I was like I said in my kind of talk on the cast earlier, I was a little disappointed in the ending, even though it wrapped things up nicely. It still it was like. Oh, you're setting up a sequel, which right. slightly undercut it, it. Never feels quite so good, does it? With, it? Whereas, like, yeah, you want you want that kind of like set up for the sequel to be like a surprise stinger sometimes, yeah. or or a thread left open that they then remind you about. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas Red Dead, it's super epic and awesome at the end. Like it's right. it's massive, right? It's just it's, like the first one, right? The first yeah. One, the first one. Yeah. Ends. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, exactly. I mean, as the problem of being a prequel to the first one. Sure. So, and that, you, so know, you kind you of know. You know where some of this is going. But, but I think they toy with that. It adds right? nostalgia element as well. If you'd played that game eight years ago, like mm. a little bit of that comes in and you're like, yes, oh my oh, God. Like when, when you finally recognize John Marston's voice and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. That guy was cool. Oh yeah. And, I um, mean, maybe not as cool as Arthur Morgan, but I mean, it depends. Oh, if you want to like battle of the two coolest voices of the year, yeah, man. John Marston versus Arthur Morgan. Yeah. Maybe throwing a bit of Dutch in there as well. Although, yeah. Those are, those are some cool-ass voices. Dutch has a cool voice, but yeah. Oh, but then you'd have to throw Kratos in there as well, because, you know, that voice. Oh, Kratos, boy! Boy. I mean... I do not know. I mean, I actually think that the Arthur Morgan performance actually was tiny bit better than the Kratos. Um, but <laughs> it's the weird thing about the Arthur Morgan performance. Isn't it? It's like, understated. I, I, I yeah. feel like he's acting, yeah. It's kind it's, of, it's really good. It's like, it's like so transparent, isn't it? saw him on the Game Awards, like the, the actor was on stage take, getting his award for... Arthur's performance and like actually kind of naturally sound like he's not quite as gruff as his performance version of Arthur but there's a lot of him just him in the character oh for sure which is to, fine that's cool yeah and, and, uh, but it he's, works. Able, he's able to make that work and yeah. he's able to make it I think that helps often when an actor is just themselves. Like it's why <laughs> it's kind of why why you can't help but love Bill Nye, right? Because every char- every time he plays a character on screen, it's Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's just him every time, and it's uh, and then that works. It's like it's believable, and and uh, uh, yeah, there's definitely that with Arthur here. Um, but you know, going back to where we're sort of led into this with, it's like the, the you know things are going to go awry with John and the gang at some point. Like for it to oh yeah, to you revolve. know, you know the whole story but they, but basically. They, but they, but they tease it. They like, do, like, yeah. Even though you know it's happening, like and stuff like that, they they still play on it. Like you know, the, the whole thing that John left the gang for a while, and that he might be the one to to, to turn and things like that, and the fact that it's an open conversation at times, mm. uh, and the uneasiness of the situation, and how John doesn't feel particularly happy about how he's raising Jack. And all that and stuff. Abigail and, and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, perhaps, it's a little in your face, but actually, as I say, because as long as you let it, it go, you I go it, with it. I think it works it on works. both levels. Like the fact that you know that it's going to happen, mm. it doesn't. And the fact, even if you didn't know that that was going to happen, and you're coming into this fresh, like there's a, I think it's done well enough that it appeases both sides. Yeah, uh, that's smart. I mean, there are there are parts of Red Dead's narrative where. Uh, so I've heard the term overwritten thrown around. I mean, it is, yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, there's far too, there's almost too much going on at mm. any one time. There's almost too much, like, meaningful dialogue mm. in a world where, like, I don't think, like, characters like that would necessarily have meaningful conversations all that often. But here, you're surrounded by them permanently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it sometimes, it, like, I don't know, even at, at night in particular, uh, the camp atmosphere. Uh, maybe this is just a mi- audio mix issue, but it can be a little overwhelming and a little bit. There are clashing elements here. Like there are people talking over here, there are people talking over here. I want to pay attention to all of them because I'm kind of trained by the game to pay attention to things. And suddenly they're all happening at once, and I can't really hear them. And it's like it's both kind of impressive and natural, mm. but also kind of irritating at the same time because it ends up, especially when the ladies are singing, you know, something like that. It's like, oh, what's going on? Or there are scenes where two batches are singing independently, like someone's playing guitar whilst the ladies are singing elsewhere. And it's like, this is a bit much, like, like calm it down a little. <laughs> exactly. So redhead, but yeah. So my spectrum is going from the perfect small game, right? Which mm. is easy to learn, hard to master. And you can't really beat chess for that, but you can't beat, 
into the breach for that this year. It, you can't get some. You can't really get easier to learn or harder to master than a, like a a board game, basically no. on a grid that's turn based. Uh, yeah, into the breach was quite easy to pick up and get into. Where, so, where and then going to the gameplay of Red Dead, it, easy to learn, hard to master is not how I would describe it. There is, no, there is no part of that that's easy to learn. It, no, none of it's easy to learn, and it's it's not really masterable, is it? Really, or it's not. No, you always, so, you always feel like you're clutching it in some way. Which is so in the middle for me is God of War, which has a big, a good scope, not nearly as big as Red Dead, but a decent scope, and it has easy to learn, hard to master combat so let's throw spider-man into that mix as well yeah. because that's the same right swinging about getting about maneuvering in that game is crazy easy mm. but it has a little new there's a little bit of nuance to it like if you want to traverse fast for instance you can you'll have to be a little bit more cautious with how you aim your slings and mm-hmm. uh, like some of the challenges later on in that game force you to do that stuff well right and there is a flow and it's kind of, sort of frustrating <laughs> because you're battling physics in the swinging sometimes to be like i need to go there nuts i've got that wrong because the arc of the swing was different to what i was expecting. slightly off oh cool you can't really help that sometimes because of where the automatic and the physics of it basically to, yeah and the sort of fudginess of it to make it easy kind of fights the challenges a little bit later on but it is that like and that in both the combat and traversal it's mm. crazy easy to just get about and do things and to have fun with the combat but to actually be good at the combat requires um is the combat would you say like a a, a, a a is it as good as Batman combat? See, that's a toughie. It's, it is quite different. You are zipping about and you are changing targets. I mm. think more than you do in Batman. Like with Batman, almost everything you need to know is on screen, right? Where yeah. most of the time, whereas Spider Man has is faster, more frenetic, and forces you to occasionally like break your concentration on who you're fighting that one person you need to be to go a little over. bit like god of war actually where it forces you to actually go there's other people around guys you did get like, that in batman when somebody would pick up a gun and you were like oh shit go over there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. whereas guns aren't so much you're you do get a lot of guns being shot at you in right okay you get the little dodge warning for those as well as you do anything else right okay but that does become compounded uh, a bit towards the end where it does it can have the classic problem where people kind of occasionally attack from off screen um yeah or that a gunshot will come in at like a time two gunshots can come in at a t- or at two the same time can come yeah. in in an unavoidable way yeah so you'll dodge one but just the other one because we'll get you, the yeah. dodge system works by like you time it to the to that attack and you'll be fine if you if you're mid dodge when the when a different attack is due to hit you mm-hmm. can't then dodge again that second attack because your first one you're still in the middle of the first dodge. So there are times where that becomes unavoidable, but you can some you can mitigate that by creating space, mm-hmm. something that Batman didn't have. You know, you can you can act, because you can move around so fast, you can create the the you can fight people miles away from other people and spread them out a bit. Or cool, yeah. Get away from the you fight can kite and them around towards you. And, yeah, that's really and cool. Of, like, there's a bit more environmental awareness in the combat that I don't know if I've seen in that style of combat system before. And it's uh, it grows on you. It really does. Like, yeah, it, it's one of those ones where it's really quite overwhelming at first. There's yeah. a lot going on when you encounter a new well, enemy. Well, God, it was the same, right? Yeah. It's like, oh crap, there's tons of stuff. When you encounter a new enemy in Spider-Man, and you're like, it takes you a while to learn the tactic for how to defeat. It. And even yeah. then, some of the later enemies can be a pain in the ass to deal to get with, right? Yeah. Even if you know the trick, 
Mm-hmm. Like almost every enemy has a trick because there's a skill enemy. to yeah. actually pulling off the trick. Yeah, yeah, I like the jetpack guys you meet later on. It's like you, instead of your normal, like most of the time you're webbing people up to stick them to things and getting them out of the fight because they're stuck to something. But later on, you want to use other like stun tactics that are perhaps more than web tactics because you can't really web a jetpack guy to something. No. So you want to stun them, but then they're super evil to, as well. Like they're one of your the worst things to uh, you know to fight against. Like they're quite dangerous to you. So you want to stun them so they can't do anything for a while. But like, if you're quick enough, you jump up to them and you can do an air throw and throw them onto the ground and that sticks them to the floor. Yep. And then it's like, yeah, there you go. You've taken that enemy out of the fight immediately rather than having to go through the process of damaging them and taking them out the normal way. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a trick. And it's like, and I love that. It's like, if you can find the ways of actually executing the trick in the middle of all this other stuff going on, mm-hmm. you make the whole situation easier for yourself. And it's... But it never tells you that stuff. You've got to figure that out. you got to work like, that out. Like, that's like, cool. Well, there you go. That's the hard to master part, isn't it? Yeah. Easy to learn hard to I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you've not played enough God of War to compare them. And I've, I've only just got Spider-Man, so I can't, I can't, we, we, we're not really equipped well, to do a, this bit, comparison. Bit of, a bit of an impasse, but yeah. I think they're on the level. Right. Okay. Honestly, like in terms of the descriptions I've heard about it, like it's. There's I, so I much they, depth to the God the of War one. Thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'd be surprised if there was as much depth in the Spider-Man as the God of you War, might be because right. I'm think, thinking think, of Batman. I think, I think God of War is more, com- its edge is more the combat focus, yeah. so I think there will be more to it, and you know, there's clearly more in the stats, there's clearly more in the equipment, there's clearly more in the customization. It's more Dark souls or yeah, whatever, yeah. It's got that for it. Um, mm. um, so maybe that tips it over Spider-Man's, like, just because of the depth. Like, I, I do think Spider-Man's combat is hella fun, and I think it plays into... It, it is... Simply the the you know it's it's the embodiment of what Spider Man should be. Yeah, game. Nothing, nothing lands the Spider Man theme better than that game, and that's that's uh, including all of the films. That's yeah, including all of the, yeah, even the Spider Verse, which into I love, the Spider Verse, which um, is great. This is still a better embodiment of of the original comic. Goes yeah, through. yeah, yeah. Peter Parker. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so where are we standing? And it's a, and it's a top tier story as well. It has to be said. Like, well, okay, it's a bit flaky and a bit limp. But what they do with the characters is the interesting thing. It's a twist on it. It's everything you know, but slightly different. And where and there are there are some moments that you just dis- you can discover yourself throughout the story that you're just like, well, that's a bit weird. I wonder if I wonder if that's a thing. And then later on, the game will go, oh yeah, that that thing you noticed that was a thing. That was really a thing. It doesn't at the time. It doesn't spell it out to you, but you can notice it. Okay. And it's like some of that. Some of that is great, uh, and like and to the point where it's kind of like, oh, this is where the sequel bait for the game lies, because there's something you notice like three quarters of the way through if you're paying attention, uh, and then, well, one of it's really of one of it is like almost at the same time. There's something that's super telegraphed to you. There's like, oh, here's a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's going to happen with this, right? Um, but then in the in almost in the exact same scene, there's something else there that if you're just watching. Or, or if you examine the environment a little bit, you're like, that's hang weird. on a minute. What, what yeah. on earth is that? And then Stinger, you get your sequel bait from that. And it's ah, like, okay. smart. Clever. That, that's how you do sequel baiting. You get it, you get it right by ending your story and doing something else like mm. a, a loose thread. You know, you, 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 you do something with a loose thread. Yeah. And it's just like, got you. Got yeah. You. And it's that's like, cleverly it's, done. It's, it's it, that's, that's great. Like the oh. end of credits stinger in a Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there you, is you, one of those in God of War, actually, uh, but after the credits. Great. <laughs> well, you have to go and find it. But, yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a stinger. It's um, freaking... Yeah, I won't spoil it, actually. <laughs> there's a... 
Yeah, it's really good, and I think the performances in Spider-Man are top-notch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the uh, new version of um, what was it Miles Morales? I think is incredibly well done. His his storyline, uh, the fact that he's in he's in it at all is I didn't even know that. Okay, yeah, I oh, know he was in some of the. It was in the marketing, so it's in like with his phone clicking a thing. Oh right, okay. He becomes a thing in the story. Right, I'll, I'll uh, wait for that. Yeah, that's really good. Um, cool. Uh, not necessarily in the way you're thinking right now, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they, as I say, they t- I won't, I won't, I'll try not to spoil it too much, but they do do things with the characters in, in ways that are, you're not quite expecting. It ends in a place I wasn't really expecting. Um, mm. It's it's cool. It's really I mean, cool. As, it as sounds a, great, man. As a sort of half-assed Spider-Man fan, yeah. it ticks my boxes. So it's <laughs> I'm super looking forward to it. Okay, I think we have to pick one of these um, two. Well, what are we talking about? And then the yeah, other one is Smash Brothers. Smash. Um, so it's, I think we're putting either God of War or, or, or Spider-Man against Smash because I think Red Dead is out. I think it's super impressive. It's I'm insanely playing. amazing, but it's it's just... This pointing on the gameplay levels for you know in the scope versus quality argument. Yeah, I think the quality dips just that little bit too much in the mechanics and gameplay. Yeah. specifically because quality of everything else is top notch. It's just oh yeah, or, yeah. It, it's better in better than you've ever seen. It's yeah, like a it, minor miracle that it even exists as a thing. And it does do the thing that I don't think every Rockstar game uh, achieves, which is the draw with me. Mm. Like you know, the, some Rockstar games have just pushed me out of the door as soon as I've walked in. Whereas uh, yeah. this hasn't. This no, has. It hasn't. It's been a very slow pull, but if I'm if I've got enough time in a day, yep. it's kind of the thing I want to be doing right now. And again, although I've said it before, but although they had to do something different, and I think it looks amazing and it works for the story and everything, I still yeah, prefer that desert setting with yep. the spaghetti western. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry, sorry. It's, it's about all they couldn't win in a way. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't win that. It's like if you're an LA person and it happens to be the New York version of Grand Theft Auto this time around. So, in so, passioned voice, like from what Zach's heard, sat in the middle between us. Yeah, like in a way, like how, what, like the what's what's the takeaway from your side of this? Like, have you, have you like you've presumably seen some stuff online between the two, and you've heard us talk about it a lot this year? They just both sound the same. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the problem I'm having. They they sound so similar. I mean, they're both g- similar. And good. They're very good in that they're very good. <laughs> um, God of War is like a Spider Man is obviously an established character. Mm. Um, I guess Kratos is to some extent, but they've basically redone him completely. I like that aspect of it, that it's yeah, kind of a surprise. Is, well, I mean, the, the reinvention is cool. But is like, that technically yeah. a good thing for God of War? Could, yeah, well, could, yes, it is. Yeah, couldn't they, I wouldn't yeah. have played those old ones. Yeah, but couldn't they have just not had it be Kratos and it would have made way more sense because then he wouldn't have had no, to seriously because, uh, no, there are, there are story yeah. reason, even, even as early as I've got, there are story calls. Yeah, facts. it's absolutely key. I think they should have come up with a different character and it made way more sense. No, it this story would not make sense without Kratos and his backstory. Well, you kind of could, but like, it's it's about a god at a place. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's the whole theme of it, right? Yeah, and the fact that it could have been any god, but you'd have had to make that other god. But his story Mm. of what what he did, like in back in Greece or in the previous games, does matter because he's trying to hide it. He's trying to hide his past from from his from his son. That's the big theme at the start, anyway. Um, so yeah, that it's important to know, even if you haven't played those games, like, like what, what, you know, 
and that he's always been terrible, <laughs> basically, mm, yeah. and that he's trying to it's sort of the Red Dead Redemption of Golden War. <laughs> well, there you go. It is. Yeah, it's meant to be the kind of a redemption arc classic. Let's go with that. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm willing. As much as I love Spider Man, I think I'm you're, willing to put yeah. it aside for God of War. I, I, you'll. You'll. You know, it gets better and better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm impressed with what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So we've got God of War, in, uh, and then we've got Into the Breach is still in the mix. I, I. I'm. Yeah. I. I think I prefer God of War over Into the Breach on that scale thing because it doesn't have the scope. Because it's not a big enough game, basically. Yes. Like well, it's not into the breach is too small an idea for, you, for for this category. You think? Well, no, not for the category. I just think compared to right, God of War's got more going for it, in, and it executes it. Yeah, as just as in, in just almost as perfectly. Yeah, um, so but in a real time game. Got you. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like Into the Breach, though. I although. I do find, although it's really well done, the atmosphere in Into the Breach is just that. That's another one where it's it's really bleak. <laughs> I find it hard compared to FTL, which was even though you were being chased <laughs> and you were going to die, bleak. it's yeah. not though. It doesn't feel as as. I mean, I don't feel quite so tense playing uh, Into the Breach. No, it's because it's, yeah. it's turn based, yeah, so the I, tension I, is slightly less. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little on edge because it's just like it, it would you feel like a little bit on a knife edge every turn but but if you actually start to think about the existential nightmare of the world and the fact that these cities be destroyed <laughs> and that you go back in time and try again and every, the whole thing every, every, every like, every, is everything is awful yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said this is the first time we talk about interpretation. Yeah. I just don't see why that's because you're not a massive deal. I it is. It's I a huge deal. I can't There's I so many articles about it. It's I very interesting. I haven't it yet. Yeah. I, I, I see that, but I haven't. That hasn't hit me. Like, I haven't, I haven't just had the that hit problem. Point, that's all it is. Yeah. No, I'm, you, I'm, that's because you're not like you're not like uh, buying into, into the story of the world or anything. I'm buying into the story plenty. I'm killing the aliens. That's all you have. No, but you just see them as hit points. You don't see them as. Right. Just because they're like little cartoon things doesn't mean anyway. Never mind. You have to get I don't involved. Think that's the argument, but I'm, I'm, unfortunately, yeah, I'm sort of at the moment where I'm at with the game is I'm sort of sat on Zach's. I'm not quite as harsh yeah. as Zach's assessment there, but and also you uh, know in real life those people would be sitting around in a building waiting to get punched. No, I know. Or going I know. next door or anything. But it's a, and it's supposed to apocalyptic. The world it? doesn't make me call great. There's tower blocks and there's no roads. Or anything yeah, like that. it's not, that's what I mean. It's just like the atmosphere of it is a little bit bleak. Yeah, but that, they could have been roads. They could have just made that a tile. I know. I think. I think the music kind of actually uplifts everything a little bit. It's like. It's well, it's because like, you're. It's meant to, you're like the heroes. The scenario is. The yes. scenario is bleak, but I think the game's design is actively working against you feeling that bleakness. It's like hmm. intentionally, right, like, to make it seem less, less, less. Yeah. less I mean, bad. the only trouble, the only trouble <laughs> with like how the the bleakness fights against the game mechanics is because it's time travel. They say you lose the timeline and you go to a new one, but that's not really how time travel works. You just go back and do the oh, same thing. Oh, not necessarily. It depends like, on the rules yeah, of the time on, travel. But it's not like they don't go into that in any detail. They're they avoiding, just say that one time. They're avoiding just the super time force thing. We keep sending the same dude back and back and back and back. And well, that's the thing, because <laughs> the implication is that that timeline is fucked and everyone in it is going to die, so just go to another one. Yeah, but yeah. like... And you know, there's infinite timelines anyway. So yeah, so who cares, right? Yeah. The whole point of the story it just depends is like, on your philosophy, doesn't that it? One guy decides he's going to fight forever just because he wants to, right? Yeah, well, there you go. As long as you don't run out of uh, time travelers, you're fine. 
Yeah, well. But you can't really have time travel because there's infinite ones. Infinite number of timelines that actually have, have the time I mean, travel the, tech as The well. real question that they never like talk about is how do all these different people come to one place to launch this first vision? Like, where is the base? Right, <laughs> it's, right. It's yeah. in some timeline that everyone's decided to be in simultaneously. Right. I guess so. They never really talk about that. If they know how to go to specific timelines. Right when they time travel, do they just go to a random one? Or is it I mean, I they... guess maybe what the implication is like when you succeed and the three people you brought along with you go out into the different timelines. Maybe like they, you basically someone at some point agreed at a meeting point, and then because it spreads out through everyone else, just telling the other people they talk to to go there mm. if they win. <laughs> so eventually, everyone always goes to this one base <laughs> conveniently. But then, if like, what if too many people turned up? Time travel. What if infinite people all trying to appear in the same place at the same time? Hmm. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Don't think about it too much, apparently. Yeah. Just don't think about it. Time travel, that's just the, right. the general rule of time travel storylines. <laughs> try not to think about it. So, where are we? I think it is cool, but like, I, I, I'm, I think I'm, I'm the least like, Yeah, I would take God of War over, over into the, the breach, breach, personally. It is very small. I mean, that's the thing. It's small. It's smaller than FDL, really. It's a, it's a subset. Yeah, small like, and good. <laughs> and right. also maybe into the breach if into the breach gets an advanced <laughs> version like FEL does. Yeah, that'd be yeah. That'd be but then I'm only scratching the surface. Well, yeah, but like, like, you don't yeah. need that yet. No, so it's, so where are we? Red Dead's out, Spider Man's out, into the breach is out. That leaves God of War and Smash. What's the last one? Kind of and Lethal League. So oh, well we kinda of cut Lethal okay. League early, I think. So God of War and Smash. Same okay. Into the breach, really. Yeah. It's too small. A very a very, very well crafted uh, singular thing, but yeah, like you put it next to size of scope and execution, God of War kind of takes it. Now, this is where it gets a little interesting because I, you know, obviously, Zach and I, huge Smash fans, Smash fans, and I think that the, the that this version is generally improved in terms of the core fighting. I mean, it's ultimate, mm. I, and, and it's the most Smash. Well, it's the most game, yes. Yeah, it's, it's the, the most, most game. game. It's the most game of games. As well, if you put it that way, well, I don't, they took out some modes though. <laughs> well, I know well, it doesn't it actually have way. the most games. It's got the most. It's the biggest crossover. I guess so. They always say that, but it's kind of has anyone actually stopped and checked? Yeah, counted? Yeah. How many? <laughs> what about Marvel vs. Capcom? Well, I guess that's only two technically, yeah. unless you want to start counting individual licenses within those. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. As good as I think this smash is, it's another smash. So I'm having I'm having the problem reasoning in my head, like mm. against all these other ones, almost that we've talked about. Because yeah, they've refined it again, but hold in, on. in a way that is a dramatic improvement. But does but, does God of War is God of War getting? I'm wondering if in general across <laughs> things, is God of War getting a bonus for being a surprisingly good? Yeah, you might be onto something there. You know what yeah. I mean? Are people rating it higher than they may or maybe should because they didn't expect it to be so good? Because the whole concept is a bit. Yeah, whereas Smash, everyone knew would be good. So, and that's getting not. There's a, there's a certain element of like Smash as a known quantity, right? Yeah, that, that is again working against it here. It's yeah, like, that doesn't mean to say it's like any. And I think that in these general award discussions, that does count as a negative, right? Because I've, yeah. I've used it before. Oh yeah, today. Um, uh, like talking about Forza, right? Like and, and how and how it looks. It's like mm. I was I was like, yeah, well, I can't really commend it because it's doing what they did before. 
<laughs> it's like I, I've got nothing new to say, therefore it's not really noteworthy in these sorts yeah. of discussions. And like, while Smash is doing some new stuff, like they've changed like fundamental things about how the combat works, like how you launch, how the or the, the arc of the launch, the, the 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 how the dodge and perfect shield all functions, and the and d- diminishing returns of being a high, someone who dodges all the time rather than being offensive. It's like as there's a to and fro. There's a change to the to and fro, I, su- I suppose, that is significant, and it mm. does. Um, I wouldn't say it necessarily affects players, like even at our level, like or maybe even a tiny bit above our level. You notice it at our level, but it's not one of those things that necessarily fundamentally changes the game for better or worse. Necessarily, they've done a lot. It's hard to say because they've done a lot to it. Mm. But does that make it a better or worse Smash game? I'm not sure is mm. the honest answer. It's like the, the presentation is better. Yeah. Yeah. You touched up all that stuff. And it was, you can do more with it than you ever could before. I think actually, I, I lament the loss of the, 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 um, event match. I think more than I expected. Spirits was supposed to replace that, but I don't feel like those challenges were are necessarily as well crafted. No, they didn't do enough as event match has been. Yeah, in spirits. Although apparently, I've, I've just literally just seen a new rule that I've never seen. Yeah, apparently it doesn't appear anywhere anywhere in World of Light. The right. survive until a time limit expires. So you're only I, seeing that because of spirit board. Yeah, I'd only seen that in the spirit board. So. Yeah, maybe I feel like they could have done more variants with the spirit fights, even without having to come up with new shit. I mean, it's, there a, was it's, one fight. it's a definite bump over the Wii U single-player stuff, right? Which is basically non-existent, yeah. other than classic mode. There was and one fight in particular. The, the standards, the classic, the all-star battle, and yeah. the 100-man melee or whatever. There was, there, was like, there was one fight in particular that I thought like they missed an opportunity to add new, some kind of new rule, where it was like it was the fight against Karate Joe, and because of his link to Rhythm Heaven or whatever, I assume it's Rhythm Heaven, I think it is, but like his special, it was Ryu, obviously, because any karate style guy is Ryu. <laughs> sure. But like his, the special rules for that fight was like a bunch of crates appear out, uh, spawn on the map, like occasionally, but they're empty crates. They actually have anything in it, so you can just pick them up and throw them. Mm. But like all they really do is just get in the way for like a split second. <laughs> then right. you just punch them and they break. Yeah. And I was like, wouldn't have this been an opportunity to be like, break more? Crates of the other guy in within a time limit. Or yeah, something. Do, do something really crazy with a rule set. Yeah, it's like I think they've missed a trick there for sure. It's like don't get me wrong; some of those have been fun. Like I like the fact they often limit those fights to be like a single item will spawn, and so it's about use of that item as much as it is the fighting. Like some of that can be mitigated by just ignoring it and just punching, having a <laughs> yeah, just punching. But you know, there were some where it's, I thought there was I can't remember who it was, but there was one where the base the level basically filled with footballs. Yeah. And so you hit one football and it causes a chain reaction of the other footballs hitting into others and it becomes a mad, just a madness of balls on fire. Yep. But, and you have to hope that they take out the villagers, I think it was. I was like a hundred, like tons of little villagers. Yeah. And it was like, that was fun. It's like, it wasn't really a challenge, but it was a fun thing to do. It was fun, yeah. Um, uh, and occasionally you get ones which are actually a challenge where it's just like you actually occasionally have to think about what, what you want to do and how yeah, it's best to win. There's definitely a couple <laughs> I can't, or I either don't have a strong enough spirit team or I'm actually just not sure how to appropriately tackle it. Like there's one that I've thought and it's like, yeah, I'm doing really well. Oh no, wait, there's four more of these guys. Yep. And I'm, I've only just survived against the first two. Yeah. And it's like, okay, how do I do this? It's like, like, occasionally those are, you get ones like that where it's just like, if you just have one specific spirit equipped, it kind of negates the whole thing. Mm. But then sometimes it's, you do have to like 
played like like there were fights where I had to play as someone who wasn't Wii Fit trainer because I was like this Wii Fit trainer's moves just don't quite work. I maybe need to play as Marth and use counter and actual sword and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some stuff with a, having a counter. Or, is or you know, just play Ness and back throw people off the edge of the screen if it's a walk off. <laughs> Go yeah. for the cheap tactics, but you know, it's a tactics. That's the thing. Yeah, you actually. I mean, there's some of that. I mean, it makes it. A, there's, like you could argue that it's a bit of a puzzle element that ne- that wasn't necessarily there before. Yeah, um, that is if you play it right. If you're a foolish person who's just going to grind through World of Light, you just equip the strongest of everything, like the no flinch spirits, and you just. And you never change your primary spirits. So you always have massively overpowered power compared to all the fights. Unless you up the stars, yeah. Like, and it's just having one spirit at 99 is not going to work. You need to go to like a probably... Well, um, I meant the power level. Right. Oh, right. oh okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm a power level. But yeah, if you just go have the highest power level you have with like no flinch metal giant and then you just face mash your way through everything, it's like that's... <laughs> That's not really any. That's not fun. And like, the, well, I haven't really got any of those spirits and fairness. I haven't got a no flinch yet. I haven't got a metal. I haven't got a giant. Yeah, but when you see people do that, it's like you're not really playing this mode. Because the trouble is, like, it it says like you're meant to make it a fair fight because you get better rewards. But yeah. the rewards aren't really that relevant. No. So that's made people not care enough. The rewards are kind of feedback into the spirits mode, and if you just care about getting through the spirits mode, then the rewards don't mean anything. <laughs> But then, if you do, if, but then if you do set it up like that, you just mash for everything real quick. Then what? It's not really very fun to mash through the spirits mode like that. And then you could argue that the gym kind of undermines some of it because it's easier to just leave people there and level them up to a max than it is. Sure, to... but like, does that really matter anyway? Because yeah. like, really, the only spirits I cared about leveling were the ones that could evolve. That yeah. But like. Even those I would leave in the gym sometimes, but I'd leave them to like 90 and then have them. Cause really all I was thinking was like, I just don't want to waste the experience points of this battle. So I always want to have something that can level up. I'm mm. not going to use a level 99 spirit because then I'm wasting that experience. <laughs> but like, it doesn't really matter. All it is is makes the power level number go higher. So you just use whatever power level you have that's at the correct level compared to the fight. And that's that. Sure. Yeah. Which is yeah, how I've been doing it as well. Trying. Get close, unless you are struggling, and then you just level it up. Yeah, yeah. just just mush it <laughs> well, yeah. when you can. Yeah, it's it's been. I mean, I'm, I'm super enjoying it. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying it in short bursts. Yeah, that's the important it's thing not, too. It's, it's like, not you a, probably it, don't want to drive through the whole thing in one go. It's not like, like I a spend six hours playing Red Dead type game. You know, <laughs> it's like you have to sit down and. And that is the advantage of that mode. That it's all individual matches, and you can just yeah, do yeah, yeah. just bung into a quick thirty seconds almost sometimes, and be like, oh, I've just mashed out two, and I'm, I'm now life has got in the way. Yeah, like it, it can do that, which is great. Like it's it's. That is super commendable, actually. That, like being that sort of game that you can just crap it out for a second. Yeah, um, it's great. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's. I find myself in a hard place with it, as I say, because it's like it is just. It's a different smash. I'm not 100 percent convinced it's a better or worse smash. I'm pretty sure it's better. Okay, well, for the way we play it, like it, it, with each other. Anyway. Yeah, but I've just, been playing just, it by just, myself as well. Like, I know, I know, I know. But when that's we different we, from the last smash, I guess. Yeah, true. There's more to come back to in solo for sure. Yeah. But when, when we're playing it together, the fact that just the simple fact that there is everything <laughs> and then some is is is, is like 
Well, and almost like, reason enough for it to exist. The yeah. things that are better, like setting the options more precisely and all that stuff, mm. that helps. saving rule sets, isn't he? Um, so you can pull those and be like, well, let's play the football match again, <laughs> <laughs> like, or just make one. That's great. Yeah, uh, they've they've done a better job of all of that stuff. Um, yeah, we won't, can't really talk to online too much, I suppose. Which, but that's never really been a thing with no. me and, and Smash. I don't, I don't really care. Um, they've upgraded the AI. <laughs> That's yeah, there, there are certain ones where they're, they're, they've done a done a pretty damn decent job at making them more believable, or at least difficult. <laughs> yeah, well, they they know what's going on now. Yeah. More, sometimes more, too well. Yeah, like, you can sometimes feel the AI prediction the, coming the, in. Sometimes the the um yeah the perfect shielding is a little too good for the difficulty you're playing at. I guess like you know repeated perfect shields can sometimes be super annoying. Uh. Or, you know, they've always been far too good at catching stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. Although, a lot of times, you do, human players will do that entirely <coughs> accidentally. Yep. <laughs> just like you were just, you were just, I think they made it easier. I don't know. It's like It seems like dash attacks can just catch stuff so easily now that you just barely... It's like if you're dashing, you just also catch whatever's in front. <laughs> Which is, I'm not sure that's how it worked before. But I don't know. And then, I like... Going back to what like, I kind of wanted to mention, because it's kind of a cool thing later on, you may have to spoil stuff slightly. Not that, it's, you know, not that Smash Brothers has an amazing story or anything. Mm. You've seen the start of it, you pretty much know what's going on. <laughs> right. And it doesn't ever really explain itself either, right? as you would expect. Like, the ending is just like a nothing. The ending is like the ending of Fez. <laughs> It just happens. It's just it's just a thing that you watch and you're like, okay, I mean that yeah, doesn't really tell me anything. That was that was bizarre, yeah, kind of thing. But the important thing that I do kind of want to briefly mention because it's really cool and slightly and you know a spoiler, I guess. All right, hit me. Is quite close to the end, so you you've seen Master Hand around the place yeah. and you know that you're never going to fight him. Also because you fight him in Classic Mode yeah. and Crazy Hand as well, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> that happens in Classic Mode already. But you, you, obviously you're going to fight him, but like quite close to the end, once you fight Master Hand and Crazy Hand several more times, you free them from the control of Galim or whatever. Mm. You free them as it happens, like with Taboo. Mm. <laughs> you free Master Hand from the control, and then you play as Master Hand. Oh, badass. And you do a fight where you basically do the Master Hand fight, but you're Master Hand. <laughs> That's cool. And it's a, like a horde of enemies. Mm. So you just use all his skills and do all the stupid punches <laughs> and shit. And it's like, that's pretty cool. That's, okay, that's kind for of For a fun. moment right at the end. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's got to be moment of the year. Man, yeah. that's, that's another kind of indicator that, that we might not see another smash from Sakurai, right? <laughs> He's just throwing it all out to be like, you know what you've always wanted to do, right? <laughs> it used to be a glitch, but now it's a feature. Yeah. <laughs> it's a feature. But that's cool. Yeah. And then, you know, the actual bosses are pretty good as well. The actual fighting Galeem and and other things. <laughs> that I won't spoil, but, you know, fairly obvious. But, yeah, the actual boss fights are better than they've probably ever been because they actually have tactics. It's not just health bars. Mm. And that applies to all of the bosses, like when we talk about Rathalos and all that stuff. It's like they're, oh, they're right, slightly yeah, yeah. better crafted than just oh, yeah, get rid are, of the health. They're actually quite... The boss fights are actually pretty good. The only one I haven't really enjoyed is the uh, um, the gammon one. Hit the tail. But, <laughs> they, but, they, but, so, but certain characters have a trick. Well, yeah. Anyway. It's yeah. like getting over them can be easier or more difficult. Yeah. But yeah. That's nicely crafted. 
I haven't really played any classic mode still because I, I just got few, through one few runs. Yeah, uh, I'll probably do a few more of those. It's like the intensity thing is kind of I don't know. I don't know if I'll try and max it out because that was always really, when you max it out, it's always super difficult. Well, I don't think it's like, necessarily really a matter of trying to max it out any longer, really, is it? You just start at five and go as much as you can go. <laughs> you have to have good rounds in order to get it to 9 9. Yeah. And but that's just that's not really trying. It's just that's what gonna, what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Well, you're trying to get the 9 9, I guess. But yeah. If you're good enough, you'll just naturally get a 9 9. Yeah. I mean, maybe you, like, if you're trying to max it out on every character, that would be the problem. Like, trying to get good with every character so you can get the nines. So, where does this put us? Because we've got to think about wrapping this up now. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I can't argue this one really. <laughs> I mean, Smash Brothers. But you're, the, you're the, the, the top competitor in a way. It's yeah. Like, it's more, in a weird way, even though I've touched both of them, I don't know if I don't necessarily feel like i've got enough of either to make the important to make decision. The, the decision um, it's very hard i i i kind of want you two to fight and then perhaps judge the, the passion <laughs> well i still think uh, i don't know <laughs> I, 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 st- I still I still think even though you guys probably disagree that there should be a category for multiplayer and a category for single player uh, because like how do you compare rocket league with 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 freaking uh Metal Gear Solid 5 well that's the thing I don't know how to do it how do you compare like um, TF2 versus uh, I don't know like Mario Odyssey like I don't know how to do it then you're just moving into like precise scoring scales where it's like here's the score for content that's what what I mean I don't want to do that and I feel like they're so different it's a gut feeling of quality and enjoyment like because you can't beat in in room multiplayer, like or whatever, what do you call it? Local multiplayer, or like for like an experience, like that's no, no, going to elevate like can, almost any you game. Can't get a single player game I mean, you're that's not, better than that. You're not really you think? the same emotional response. I mean, there's a witness. <laughs> the, the, the single player stuff is going to elicit a completely different, different response, thing. Yeah, right? but completely it's still different. an emotional response. Oh, it's completely! Like, it's just totally different, isn't it? I mean, you can so, get levels of it. Like, I think, like, yeah. say you've had a single player experience that has left a lasting, yeah, like thought. I guess something you can't get out of exactly, like, completely. That is about as that is probably that's the same thing, I guess, as having a single multiplayer event that sticks with you. Like, if you have something happen in a game, yeah, that's not that's more than being just hilariously funny in the moment, then yeah. you achieve the same thing. But like, if you on in that category, I think it's like the single player has an advantage because like you're more likely to oh definitely to craft because it's crafted. A that stays yeah. with you. that's why I think they're... a random a random. But then again, exactly. that, that can happen the other way. You can have things happen in a multiplayer game that stick with you. They're just and if a multiplayer game is has has a history of that with us. And, and if a multiplayer game is designed well enough, those moments will happen more often. Like right. So if a carefully designed or well made multiplayer game is going to generate loads of cool stories from playing with your friends or whatever, right? Sure, but or then, not but then even stories, but like just things that happen that were awesome, right? Yeah, but I'm, like there's like that was the whole thing about Sea of Thieves. That was what they tried to. Yeah, on, and but, it didn't but, work. But the problem right? is that you can't guarantee Where's... that other players are going to have any of that. No, you can't. Absolutely. No. But you want... That's why I think they're disparate categories. Uh, no. So you're kind of arguing for my for my case that we should just give it to both of them. Because... <laughs> well, I'm not, we've done that before. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not against the idea if we come to an impasse. Well, I, I just think... I don't think it's a tie. I think they're different categories. But that's just me. Maybe. I mean, that, that 
to me is a tie. It's oh, I suppose. Like, yeah. But I think we could go through all of the years and, and say this was the best multiplayer experience and this was the best uh, single-player experience. I think there's been years <laughs> where it's not been as close. Well, yeah. Honest, like Almost everything we've talked yeah. about in this category is excellent and almost like very close to being on par. Yeah. Like the the yeah. fight between God of War and Spider-Man alone. Yeah, exactly. Is, is almost See the they're they're on a you know they're cl- you're clearly comparable. Like but last year the last year it was Mario and Zelda and neither of those multiplayer. So it's just like you don't No, but you could have do you have a comparable multiplayer no, game? That, no, I don't think we went into But we could have picked one, right? Two was going to take it, right? Like yeah. as much as I would have liked it to. <laughs> but that would have been an obvious choice. Like it's a bit unfair putting Splatoon two against Zelda. You see, do you see what I mean? I think it's unfair. Yeah, but that's why Game of the Year is like the you have, it's the most quality. It's not the like that's. But no one, no one, no. That if you look, if we looked at all these, um, like um. Uh, publications or whatever other other outlets, they're not picking the multiplayer ones. But but why is that? Right? They're not, they don't have time to play multiplayer. <laughs> do you th- exactly. There you go. So anyway, so I, I'd be. I mean, it's happened before where because I'm not as into the multiplayer stuff. Sure. So no, so it. it's happened before where like the multiplayer one is like Rocket League beat whatever, which I uh, agree with. I think it is was better uh, I forget, overall. I what year it was up? What it was up yeah, whatever it be, it was a big game versus Rocket League. But it's like Rocket League totally deserved that because you can see now we're still playing. You guys are still playing it. But like, I still feel like it's a. I can't. I can't make those comparisons between those two different types of game. Hmm. For me, I find that very hard. I, I, yeah, I have to judge it. Like when it comes to that sort of decision, and it is where the games are disparate enough, even if it is within single player, right? If I was to take a driving game against a shooter, like I would have to take, um, mm. uh, you know, I would, t- I would, because a driving game is almost a multiplayer game. That's doing true. The same thing over and over again. Uh, yeah. To, to get better and better and better and beat your opponents. Yeah, that's it's true. Like, uh, like I don't know. I think if I put them in the, I have to go about how I feel mm. almost more. And there comes a point where the games are good enough that I can't qualitatively judge them then i go on field yeah it's like i'm ill we're all kind of ill positioned this year because none of us are like no. you're the only one that's gone through god of war yeah i'm the exactly the only one that's put as like gone through world of light and put yeah like loads of hours into smash I've yeah put quite a lot of hours into smash but i mean i get c- the god of war argument because i can make the originality argument if i wanted and just say smash is more and better of the same thing, like we said, and God of War is more original. <laughs> yeah. But more I don't want to... More better of God of War, technically. Well, no, it's really it's very different. It's more better of Batman. It's not even a Batman combat, though. It's... But, then I'm, but then I think that's... Well, we already said that. Like, it's, it's, getting an, it's getting a bonus somehow for being... No, you know, for unexpected. being unexpected, which I don't think is necessarily fair. So I don't think I can make that argument necessarily. So, um, yeah, but uh, again, it's just going to be this rate. It's going to be Nintendo every year. <laughs> yeah. But they make such high quality games. But they do make good games, but this isn't and as strong a year as last year. You, no, no, it's not as strong a year. Not even close. Year, yeah. I mean, Mario and Zelda were the obvious standouts last year. I think, yeah, I think there's been good stuff from non Ninty this year. <laughs> you know me, I'm never, I'm never against this. I would like to boil it down to one. But I, I kind of don't think it's possible for us this year. Oh, you want to do a tie? I, I, I don't know. I, when did we do a tie before? What did we tie? Oh, it was Bayonetta 2 and something else. Oh, uh, right. I mean... We've done it once. With the proviso that I think they're different categories, then I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, but it seems a shame to tie if it's a single category. It's like my my. <sighs> I hate to say it, but my gut actually is leans towards God of War, right? For precisely the reasons you just poo pooed. Like, yeah, I feel like it's a more more original. I think it's important, and impressive. Yeah, like achieve achievement in that like, way from that studio to go and do something totally different. I mean, I know that's not it's really how, awesome. how, how we should. It's not really how we should look at this, hmm. honestly. Like, because it is su- more surprising that they managed to crank out that than it is for Sakurai to put together a good Smash game. Mm. That's not the criteria we should like surprising shouldn't be a factor here. It's the product. Mm. And it's but it is a damn fine product, like from the little I've seen. Uh, but and, and if and, you and look back Smash at the damn fine product, but it's another damn fine product that we potentially had before. We haven't had a God of War like this before. So the uniqueness comes into play, not the surprising. No, the uniqueness. But of the it. uniqueness. And if you look back at last year, Breath of the Wild, it was just another. It was yet another Zelda game, but it really was original. Like it had both. Yeah, that's not quite the same. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what I mean? But it was. It was like to, it was very different. To you know, it really mixed things up, right? In a way that Smash isn't. Well, that's why it beat Mario. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Yeah, but that wasn't. Although Mario was pretty well, wacky, like it was like Mario had the advantage of being nuts, right? Uh, I don't know if it was like with that, hats on Mario dogs really. and things, and like <laughs> it was it was much more wacky than like uh, even 3D Land or something. Maybe I freaked out that frog was. Oh yeah, the frog. Oh yeah, possession. That was not anyway. Sorry, so I don't I don't know the answer. Um. Looks like the year of Bayonetta was... I don't know what it was up against. Transistor? Well, it could have been Transistor, actually. Yeah. I think... I didn't, It wasn't a massively strong year, was it? Other than no. Well, there was also Evidently Smash Bros. that year, so, you know. Yeah. Mm. So the Wii U one was definitely a weak yeah. Smash Bros. overall. So this is the time for Smash to come back and win the It's never the won game a game of the year. Cast game of the year. <laughs> it would have done if it was the melee. <laughs> Would it? I don't know. What else can I do? Let's not go into that now. But yeah. <laughs> who knows? That was a long time ago. Yeah. I think this is a bit of an impasse. Okay. I, I feel like it's an impasse. Like, I, like my gut says to side with God of War. Yeah. But, uh, but I 100% see all the sides of this. If it's, it's tricky. Cool. Um, whatever. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> whatever. Okay. They're, they're, both, they're great. both great. Why not argue? Why, we don't need to argue it more. Yeah. <laughs> so we've heard the arguments. We've got our, um, uh, we've got two our two with the with, the, with on, Rob's on with the salad cast this year. I think that's the that's the yeah that's the criteria we're really gunning for. Right? And we've only got one who's played both, so you've got the leanings there. And I know, but it's like it's yeah it's, uh, yeah. Uh, if I was to like throw a spanner into the works here, and again, this is somewhat against Smash. Like the only thing is, like I don't think. As hype as I was leading, I was more excited for it until it came out. But that's always true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, as, soon as, got, as soon as I got my hands on it, I wasn't quite so... Sadly true of Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, As soon as I got my hands on it, I don't think I was quite so smashed as uh, well as, as necessarily I was expecting. But I think that's my own fault. You'll get more into it as you play, though. I okay, yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely one of those yeah. as well. Yeah. So, I, I mean, not, not sorry, not on... You've got a God of War's kind of blowing me away immediately, but it's right, like, right, and I know there's more to come. Uh, but, but Smash but is like but that's, I guess, because the problem Smash has is that we've played so it, much. It's of it. Smash, yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah. like 
kind of when you've played Smash Brothers once, you've just, that's it. You've played it. Like, whereas in God of War, you're hoping that it's going to evolve slightly. Yeah, it does. And, and, it I, does. I, and I can't tell you that. Yeah. Yes, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's just there. do it. Let's do it. Let's Done. do it. Tie. I think that's cool. Okay. We, we discussed around it enough where it's convincing. Okay. <laughs> well, we have our not game of the year choice. So uh, thanks for joining us for all our crazy categories and the one that counts. And uh, <laughs> but one that that's, counts that we still couldn't decide. That's the whole salad cast. Um, we'll oh, be touch these mics all over the place. We'll be back in next year, uh, 2019, for our regularly scheduled salad cast. And watch out on YouTube for more Half Life and shit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so we'll catch you in 2019. More. Bye. 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 Bye.